this, uh, this is a song that, uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there, and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs, so uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. Put on your yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, Here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkirk Douglas and the late Dinah Shora. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Paul Newman's half Jewish, Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together. What a fine looking Jew. You don't need deck the halls or jingle bell rock. Cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke, it's time for Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrates Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> But guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. <laughs> Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Stooges. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, bar, get a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. If you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. It's time for Hanukkah So much fun 
a new list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. Winona Ryder drinks Manischewitz wine then spins a dreidel with Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein. Guess who gives and receives Loads of Hanukkah toys The girls from Baruch Assault And all three Beastie Boys Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish Courtney Love is half too Put them together What a funky badass shoe Dancer Jennifer Bills. Yasmin Blade from Baywatch is Jewish. And yes, her boobs are real. Put on that yarmulke. A shabonica. Two-time Oscar winner Dustin Hoffmanica. Celebrates Monica. O.J. Simpson. Still not a Jew. But guess who is the guy who does the voice for Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Rob Dylan was born a Jew, then he wasn't, but now he's back. Mary Tyler Moore's husband is Jewish, cause we're pretty good in the sack. Guess who got bar mitzvahed on the PGA Tour? No, I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about Mr. Happy Gilmore. So many Jews are in the showbiz. Bruce Springsteen isn't Jewish, but my mother thinks he is. Tell Daryl Monica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. It's not pronounced Hanukkah. The sea is silent in Hanukkah. So read your hooked on Hanukkah. Get drunk in Tijuana. Hanukkah is 
one day of presence, we get hey. When you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's the fourth list of people who are Jewish. Just like Jesus, Olaf, Punky Brewster, Scott Rudin, and me. Joseph Gordon-Levitt enjoys eating kugel. So does Stanley, Jake, Gyllenhaal, and the two guys who founded Google. Adam Levine wears a Jewish star, so does Drake and Seth Rogen. Goldberg has a gold yarmulke to match the belt he won from Hulk Hogan. We got Scarlett Johansson, talk about a kosher crush. And if you need a higher voice to turn you on, how about Getty Lee from don't have polio thanks to Dr. Jonas Salt. Smart Jew. Put on yamaka. It's time for Hanukkah. Harry Potter and his magic wanaka. Celebrate Hanukkah. Jared from Subway. God damn it, a Jew! But guess who's Jewish and can fix him? Love lines, Dr. Drew. <laughs> Get on it, Doc. Princess Leia cuts the challah with Queen Elsa from Frozen. David Beckham is the king of soccer studs and also a quarter chosen. Ron Jeremy's fully Jewish and so's his footlong buddy. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is half a Jew, but a hundred percent nutty. It's cool that Santa Claus makes Christmas so merry, but we get two jolly fat guys. Ice cream's Ben and Jerry, both Jewish. <laughs> From New York to Ironica, get up and celebrate Hanukkah. Don't mess with the Zohanaka. Let's all get along for Hanukkah. So drink your Jaeger Babaka and smoke your medical chronica. If you really, really wanna go, have a happy, 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 happy. I just get, I actually find myself getting better looking every day of my life. Don't try to wrap me up. My balls are so fluffy and tight and they look so nice. You wish, you just wish you had balls like I had. I, I, I mean, you know, okay, Joe Exotic. 
Good morning. Welcome, ass family, to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm waiting on this winter storm. I was told it was going to be 12 degrees this morning. 12 degrees. It's 45 degrees outside. Now, come on. Yeah, it was pleasant taking the trash out and taking the dogs out. Where, where is this? I, I, I'm going to get back to this storm here in just a second. I mean, I got to get the good mornings, and I got to get something out of my head on those songs that we just played there. Now, every year I play the Adam Sandler songs at Christmas time because I love Adam Sandler. I love the songs; they're funny. But isn't it interesting? Maybe it's because he is Jewish, he can do it. Now, now, granted, there was no really anti-Semitism in there like Kanye did. But when Kanye pointed out that the entertainment industry has a lot of Jewish people in it, and Dave Chappelle kind of did that on Saturday Night Live, and people were upset with him on that. Adam Sandler did it not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. There are five versions of that song. The, the, the third and fifth are hard to find, but they're out there. And uh, he points it out, and we're all laughing about it because it's true. I know Kanye went a lot further, but I, I, just, want, I just wanted to point that out. I, did, I just want to get that off my chest real quick. Uh, let's say some good mornings here. First one here today. Look at that. Hangtown Gin in the house, ready to go. And we've got a Chinese phrase for you. Uh, she says, uh, good morning, ass family. Happy Thursday. All right, here we go. Um, this is the Chinese phrase, did you eat? Did you eat in Chinese? 你吃了吗? 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 Well, one more time. Did you eat in Chinese? 你吃了吗? 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 There you go. Now, 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 we got a different way to say it in the South here. See, y'all, y'all, y'all that don't live in the South, y'all will say, did you eat? And the Chinese say, lady said, uh, the Chinese say it like this. Did you eat in Chinese? 你吃了吗? Yeah, 你吃了吗? There you go. See, here in the South, we say jeet. J-E-E-T. Jeet. And if you haven't, you said no Jew. You could say no N O J E W. No Jew? No. You want to? That's a whole conversation right there. Jeet? Nope. You want to? All right. So there you go. See, look at that. You're you're learning Southern now as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's get back on the good morning train here. Uh, let's see. Battleborn in Nebraska says, shit-ass family, uh, good morning. That's right. Sure, happy it's Thursday. Straight Fire says, morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Straight Fire. Uh, hold on a second here. Well, there we go. Freaking uh, and he does say, uh, good morning, ass, happy Thursday, which is my Friday, and I'm off paid until January 9th, so toot toot. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot toot. There you go. Enjoy your time off, my man. Uh, Gold says, good morning, uh, ass shows. Uh, <laughs> assholes. Uh, have a great Thursday. 
Uh, you have a great Thursday as well. Oh, my lucky start. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. You got to look out for number one. But don't step at number two. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, and today's a Bucky's day. Bucky, Bucky, Bucky. Bucky, Bucky. Look at that. Hangtown Mike is in the house. Says, morning, Arnie and Ass family. What's up, Mike? How you doing, bud? Derek says, good morning, Ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Gold says, Bessie's not proud of that Jared name now. No. The role of the bear Jew was written for Adam Sandler. I, I read that recently. I could not imagine Adam Sandler being the bear Jew. <laughs> Glorious bastards. Good Lord. Uh, Chappelle says it, and he's an anti-Semite. Exactly. It's funny. I, it, it is really funny to me. Uh, Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Hank Jen says, I feel like I'm mostly the same every day. We learn something new, just slightly different. Yeah. In Southern, it's G. Yeah. Yeah, hey, babe, Jeet. No, Jew. See, there you go. That, you, Southern lingo's easy. You got to remember to leave the, uh, to change the OWs at the end of a lot of uh, words, like uh, yellow. In the South, it's not yellow. It's yellow. It's not window. It's window. I'm, I'm just trying to help. My, my lexicon is good in the South. Um, so this big winter storm is supposed to hit and, and just, just blanket the country. Oh, the upper northwest, they could get up to, what am I seeing here? Oh, my God. Do, do you realize that they could get up to almost 12 inches of snow in some places? What, what do you think happens in the northeast this time of year? I know it's supposed to be frigid, cold air coming in and killing everyone and and the snowpack, and it's going to inflate, uh, you know, fuck up travel plans. You know, I might take a stand after this year. No more of these. These happen every single year, every year. Do we not remember just a few weeks ago in Buffalo? They had to move the football game because uh, Snowmageddon was coming through. <clears throat> if you never believed in infotainment before, all you have to do is watch weather reports. Oh, wow. Governor Wheels and Hacksaw Jim Duggan on <laughs> Tucker back-to-back. That's pretty awesome. Uh, calm weather here in Seattle. Yeah. No, this is going to blanket all the way from, like, Billings, Montana. It dips down and gets into, uh, well, parts of Oklahoma, all of Missouri. Missouri, that's another one, Missouri. Tennessee will get hit, but, you know, they'll all be sleeping with their cousins, so it's no big deal. Um, <laughs> and all the Northeast. It's minus 10. Feels like minus 36 here in Nebraska. Fuck you in the ear. 12 inches, no uh, informer licky boom boom down. <laughs> I licky boom boom down. Uh, 
do you just stay? Yeah, I would just stay in. If it's minus 10 degrees outside, shit. And it's like dank outside. It looks like it's a, it's about to rain. It just looks like an eerie day. <clears throat> Today looks like a horror movie day. You know, in horror movies, like if they ever make it to daytime, it's never sunny and it's never bright outside. It's just dank. Well, the Bostontonian should be happy since it'll be a white Christmas. Oh, yeah. It is going to be a white Christmas all over America, so that's pretty cool. Alicia, good morning to you. Balborn says, I'm ready to move to Texas. I'll give you the code. You're worthy. You can pass. <laughs> Look, man, there are too many people coming here. Boy, you know, I need to get something else off my chest. You know, I've been wanting to get this off my chest for a long damn time. Back in the day, doing morning radio was probably one of the biggest perks. Two things. Never had to worry about traffic. Never, ever had to worry about traffic on the way to work or at home. Because I'd be done at 10, 10, 15, bam, I'm home. It's dank and dark because our villains are allergic to the sun, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, and, 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 and that was a huge part. And now, you can't go, I do, does anyone work anymore? Does anyone work anymore? Because here's the other, the other slight advantage we have at Christmas time. We could go to the mall when it was open, right when it opened, and nobody was there except the crazy old mall walkers that you had to dodge. If you can dodge a mall walker, you can dodge a wrench. But you get there and you get your Christmas shopping done, you get in and out of the mall, no problem, traffic, nothing like that. Yeah, not no more, because you know why? Nobody fucking works anymore. We went out yesterday. Right, just running errands, doing stuff. My God in heaven. And people just do not know how to drive. I know I sound like the old man on the porch because I am the old man on the porch. I gladly wear that name tag. You know why? You, you know why I wear that name tag? Let's just sum it up right here. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Yeah, give me my damn traffic-free days back. If I go out at 10 o'clock in the morning, I want to fucking be able to drive with no traffic around. Oh, that was not good on the air. Uh, so, yeah, so this big storm's fixing to hit, and, you know, hell's coming with it. Well, I guess. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm really not sure. By the way, big show today. I haven't even pro- previewed, the, uh, previewed the show uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on next segment, and we're going to go over our New Year's resolutions, um, and also we are going to do the NFL picks uh, for this weekend. Maybe we'll look at some college games, see what bowl games are on. I, I think the Longhorns play pretty soon. I, I don't know. When, uh, none of our good players are playing, and it's a shitty bowl, So, but I'll watch it. You know I'll watch. Um, and, then, and then a special bonus uh, treat today. V. Coop is going to be calling in 
with his predictions for 2023, and I'll be doing my predictions along with the Deadpool that comes at the end. Okay, so we got we, we got a big show today. And then tomorrow, tomorrow we'll, we'll do the regular first part of the show, and then the second half of the show, uh, my original mentor in, in, in broadcasting, Kirby Moss, is going to be on, and he and I are going to talk about back in the day and all this kind of stuff and, and, and some funny stories that he and I both have. Uh, in broadcasting. So I, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So Kalen Battleborn in the horrible weather. Who else? It, it's actually quite nice here. Yeah, it's 45 here. I'm I'm loving it. I'm not loving it, but, you know, I mean, it could be 70. I'd, I'd prefer 70. If anybody's listening, I'd prefer it to be about 70 right now. Okay, thank you. <sighs> now, this story was sent to me yesterday near the end of the show. From Erised. I uh, don't know if Erised is listening yet this morning. Um, this is a troubling story. And this is where we need to finally come together and say, okay, they finally admit it. There's Erised. Good morning to you. The Washington State Department of Health's climate curriculum instructs teachers to focus on emotions rather than rational thinking. Someone's feelings are more important than facts. Here you go. It's been, it, they've released it. The Department of Health released a five-part curriculum to help students learn the intersections of biological, sociological, and environmental issues. The second phase of the curriculum is climate change and pregnancy. <laughs> climate change and pregnancy? I, I know that climate change is being blamed on everything. Remember, we, we found a new idiot yesterday. If there were no racism, there'd be no climate crisis. If there was no misogyny, there'd be no climate crisis. It's a, it's part of a mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mindset is cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, Zach just texted, oh, damn it, and I live in this state. Yeah. Uh, fuck your feelings. Uh, good morning, Cowboys girl. It rise, damn the weather. Oh, is it bad already in Oklahoma? If they don't learn to think, then why go to school? Well, I gave him an F because I didn't feel emotionally connected with the assignment. Sure, the answers are correct, but the paper lacks emotion. The curriculum notes that emotions signal alignment or discord between cultural values and technical assertions. And that failing to acknowledge emotions reflects arrogance. Ignoring emotions can also weaken important relationships for getting things done. What? I mean, we, we, we have, we, well, by the way, I have a, uh, a, a new sound effect uh, for uh, Jean-Pierre. Um, this is wonderful. I, I believe this was her yesterday in the White House briefing room. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason... 
Damn, she's good at her job. I went to the spa yesterday and asked for one hour of misogyny. <laughs> uh, my emotions state that this is bullshit. Welcome, welcome to the world now. What's five plus five? Green? Because I feel like it. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost to the point of crying. And not from laughing. I believe feelings are important. Okay? I do. But when it comes to um, life and living in the real world, I'm not the first person to say, fuck your feelings. No, no. The earth does that on its own 24-7. Washington State is pulling off some shady shit uh, there, and everyone watches California, but they're not doing their thing there quietly. No, this, this is this is a, this is an abomination. They should lose accreditation or, or accreditations or whatever they're called as a learning institute because they're trying to teach you that emotions are more important than anything else. This is like that bullshit new math that was passed a few years ago, where if you showed the work, they would give you credit for it. That's not the way the world works. If you're trying to back one of those big old fucking, you know, cargo ships in and you do it wrong and and you say, well, well, this is the way I had it planned out. Guess what? You still got it wrong and you're still going to get fucking fired because you dumped the whole load. And you can't go to them and go, but, but, but my feelings said to do it this way. Now look at you and they'll go, fuck your feelings. Now, yes, people have feelings. You know what feelings are? Feelings are personal things. This is, this is where we got to go back. This is where we got to go back and slap people. Um, yes, yes, I, di- I did say slap because I do want to assault people. Um, the idea that, that your feelings are more important than fact or logic or anything like that is you want to talk about arrogance. That's about the most arrogant thing you can do. Why? Because you believe that your feelings are greater than those of others. That, to me, is a sign of arrogance. Not what they're trying to say here. And what they like to do, and and, and especially these people with climate change and all this kind of stuff, they like to put a lot of long words together that are hard to pronounce together in, in a sentence. And it kind of makes sense. It, it, it's like the wordsmith that creates shit for Kamala Harris to say. Douglas says, you just hurt my feelings. Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But see, that's the thing. We've gotten to a point now where if, I, if I'm cheering for the Cowboys somewhere and there's a little kid and they go, you remember when you were a little kid? Let, let's go back in time, shall we? Let's go back in time. When you were a little kid and you were cheering for a team and somebody was against you, you didn't really go up to them and say, hey, can you not cheer because I'm a Cowboys fan and and you're hurting my feelings? Because as a little kid, you don't know any better, right? 
They tell you, get the fuck out of here. Now, you know what? Actually, this is what they would tell you. This is what they would tell you. Um, hold on, I got to find it now. Oh, man, I hope I find this. No, that's not it right there. Is it in there? There it is. Yeah. Fuck your mama. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's pretty much what they'd say. Uh, excuse me, sir. Can you not cheer for the Redskins because I'm a Cowboys fan? Fuck your mama. And now you will get parents that will say that to people. Hey, can you not cheer? This is our son's first game. He's a big fan. Now, shut up. Fuck him. I don't give a shit. I've told y'all this, and I will stand by this till the day I die. If there is a kid who is in the same section as me, and a foul ball is coming in my direction, now I will not, I will not body check or 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 physically harm the child to get the ball. But if I can outreach him, oh yeah, I'm taking that ball from him or her. And and by the way. Will I give it to the child? Fuck you. I caught it. That's mine. People can boo me all they want. I don't care. You know what? I should just carry this with me everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I would go. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. That's right. That's a bad guy who's got a foul ball. He took it from a kid. <laughs> Arrogance. That is the perfume Rick the model used to spray in people's eyes. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's why I say fuck your feelings. That's my not my problem. Uh, are talking about Giants fans uh, for the next few years so we can root for the Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals because it will hurt their feelings. And that's, I just, I don't know when all this started, but, but I want to go back to something here. We were taught as kids, if something bothered us, well, we can share that with the people or we can get over it. And a lot of times we just got over it. Because if we shared it with the people, sometimes those people wouldn't care. And you know what? They didn't have to care. So this whole thing of these trigger warnings and, oh, you just triggered me. How did I trigger you? You just triggered yourself. I'm just talking. Well, you're, you're talking and you're using all kinds of, uh, of misogyny and, 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 and grotesque masculinity. You know what? The, the idea that, that masculinity is bad. I used to joke about this with some friends um, that that masculinity is dying. It, it truly is, thanks to people like Harry Styles and, well, everybody else in the world. I used to laugh and say, oh, we'll be, we'll be all shipped in a, a glass container, and when you finally need the masculinity to come out, you'll break the glass. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm changing the glass. It's going to be plexiglass. You can't break that shit. No, I'm, I'm going to stay in and I'm going to watch you guys. I, I, I want to watch you solve the problem. I'm not here. I'm not here to save the day. Brothers and sisters of, of my age that lived hard and, and, and learned that, you know, life disappoints you. Life kicks you in the balls day in and day out. And the only thing you can do is keep getting up. 
the, the earth doesn't stop because you had a bad day. You're out, says, good morning, ass family, and Merry Christmas. Right back at you. Merry Christmas. Um, look, I'll share my story with you. The year 2017, I thought was going to be my year. I really did, because 17 is my favorite number. It wasn't a good year at all. Not until the very, very end. I did start this show that year, and I'm very proud of that. But the year didn't start out that way. And we turned a corner. I didn't I, I honestly didn't think that that I could because in February of that year I was fired from radio. The only job I've ever had, like as an adult. I mean, they don't have a lot of blockbuster video stores around anymore. Um and I, I, I was la- I was laid off. I was laid off and blackballed. So as I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, five weeks later, my dad died. I had a stand-up show I had to do uh, five days later. I did it. You know why? Because you get back up. You can lay down for a little while. You can, you, you, and, and, and I tell you, you, you should. Because after I did that stand-up show, I didn't get out of bed for three days. And then I turned things around, and I started this show. And it's been the best move of my life since. Since, I, I mean, the best move of my life since I quit drinking. So, to, to, to play into this shit that we have to pander to people's feelings now all the time. If that happens, the world ends. No, straight fire. I, um, this is what I'll say, straight fire. I was told. Now, I, and I didn't have to sign a non-disclosure for this. So, um, when I went to Reno, I, I, I left Sacramento, went to Reno because my dad was only had six months left. And he lived up pretty much exactly six months. And I, I was thinking about this driving around yesterday. It's a move I will never, ever regret. It was the best move I ever made. Best move ever. Never regret that. Um... So I, I left a, a number one rated afternoon show in Sacramento to start a sports show in Reno. I was the only live sports show in Reno, which I thought was really, really stupid. Since gambling is a gigantic thing there in Reno. So I went in there and I did a, a show that was, it was sports driven, but I had a li- lot of lifestyle stuff in there just due to the fact that that's what's... And they didn't. They, they they wanted it more sports, and they wanted me to try to do. Nobody would work with me from Nevada, the University of Nevada, and this kind of stuff. But you know what happened? 
do you know what happened? In that first ratings book, that little old ESPN radio station jumped 400% from 2 to 6 p.m. Went from a a one-share to a five-one-share. Two weeks after that, or or a week after ratings came out, they said, hey, aren't we going to lay off? (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> what? And I was told that the numbers went up due to the NFL. And, and I, I I went on the air the day because all I wanted was <laughs> Reno is so close to hell you can see sparks. That is true. Um, what's funny is I didn't have a bonus structure in place. I didn't have anything like this. I had a standard contract. I was going in there. All I wanted to hear was, hey, Great job. That's it. I thought it was a pretty good job. We went from a one to a five share. I mean, I've been in radio for a long time. That's a pretty good jump. Mm-hmm. Jen says you gained me as a listener almost immediately after you showed up there, Mike, and I found you. Mm-hmm. And they pull me in. And they say, well, Arnie, uh, due to budget reasons, um, we got hit with these new licensing fees. Now, if you do any kind of broadcasting or if you play music, even bars have to pay their ASCAP fees and things like that. Like if you have a jukebox, you have to pay a fee and all this kind of stuff. Because if you're making money off of music, then the artist has to make money off of music, blah, blah, blah. Um, and... They had the gall to say, oh, there's this new music group out there, and they hold the rights to, you know, uh, like 75% of our entire catalog. And we didn't see this coming. But we're going to pay you your entire salary right here, right now. I said, okay. Um, I think that's horseshit, but okay. If it was a budget move, why did they pay me all that money? Because I still had half a year left on my contract. They paid the rest of my contract off that day. And as far as licensing fees go, let me let you in on a little secret here. When you're a conglomerate like Lotus Communications was, your corporation not the stations. Your corporation pays all licensing fees because they have deals in place with groups like ASCAP and BMI. Why? Because radio stations are the reason why those songs are being played. You're welcome. And they tried to tell me it was that lie. I I know what it was, and uh, I, I think some people were threatened Due to the fact that, you know, look, look, I ain't going to hide it. I, 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 I worked my ass off. My entire career, I worked my ass off. And my accomplishments, I will not apologize for. I worked my ass off with Dog and Joe. I'd never worked at Harden Radio. Not even as an intern. And we got to number one. And somebody was threatened. And then 
I, I, I go out on my own, something I've never done to do an all-sports show. And let me just tell you, as much as I love sports, when it's only basketball season and I don't like basketball, there's not much to fucking talk about. But guess what? Four hours a day was full. And I took the ratings from a one share to a five share. The day before I was let go, the program director finally said, hey, Arn, I just wanted to say, it's pretty darn impressive what you did. And I said, thank you. That's all. That's it. I think there are a lot of people that are upset at how good I became by myself. And, and, and this is the thing I don't understand. Why would you get upset? You created this. You should be proud of this monster. This is your Frankenstein. You're a fucking gem. They're <laughs> all fucking idiots. Well, I appreciate that. But it, it, if I let my feelings get in the way, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't. I look here right now. I, I tell you, I'm a very emotional guy. Like I, I find myself at like movies and stuff tearing up. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Emotional guy. I, I'm not. Af- I'm not afraid to show it. I, I don't care what you think of me. I, I, I like this I, this attitude that I've come up with in the last couple of years. Man, oh man, I wish I would have had it a long time ago. I th- I think it would have saved me a lot of fucking anguish. A long time ago. I'm just sad I was, uh, I'm sad I was duped by somebody that I thought was somebody close to me. I, I think that's the part that hurts the most. Because from what I understand, we were never friends. I was. But that's just, you know, inside scoop. But once again, once again, when I found that out, I was like, all right, well, move on. I mean, it hurt my feelings. It did hurt my feelings, but fuck it. Uh, let's see. Let's see what Zach texted. Uh, some morning shows may be jealous because their their show has turned into crap and needs six people on the mic. Yeah, from what I understand, it's garbage. But hey, you know what? That's what they want to do. More power to them. Enjoy life, miscreants. Don't ever fucking walk in front of me. Uh, Let's see. I love this, that America's Precious is getting eaten up by the Democrats. You remember old Stacey Abrams? She she looks like Michael Strahan's teeth? Yeah, her. Uh, the, The lady who ran for governor twice and lost? She's like Georgia's Beta O'Rourke. Um, she's being just hammered by Democrats for, quote, incredibly bad financial planning. She raised more than $103 million, which became the latest publication to uh, the Atlanta Journal. It's incredibly bad planning, and it shows you where their values are at. Uh, You can't look up one day and realize you can't pay the bills. So, like, from what I understand, her campaign and the people that worked on her campaign, the day after the election, they were all fired and they still haven't been paid. 
Feelings don't pay the bills, and that makes people melt. It does. They don't like hearing that. Well, they, they should. Really, why, why should they? See, these people, and, and these are the same people. They, these are the people out there. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, I really don't know what it is that they, they need this attention. Is that what it is? I guess. It just amazes me. Uh, supporting an idiot should hurt. I feel bad for them, but at the same time, I don't. I, I feel you there. I mean, but they look, look, they worked. They deserve their pay. That's bullshit on her part to say that kind of shit. I just see, what the hell is this here? White House roasted for struggling to explain Kamala Harris's border actions. Need Sherlock Holmes to figure this out? What what were her actions? What'd she do? Uh, Well, well, wait, that's right. She hasn't done anything. Never mind. I don't even need to look at the story. Um, let's see, what, anything else about this gal? Uh, staffers also complained of excessive spending on polls that were disregarded and consultants with confusing or conflicting roles with the spalling operation. You know, you look, look, you know, those consultants were, those were aunties and cousins. Oh, I'm, I'm a consultant. I'm, I'm going to need to get paid. Uh, I'm just going to, right here, right here. Quick one, quick one. Maybe not 2023 prediction. But a future prediction that I'm throwing out there. Let, let's get the right sound effects out here for this. Uh, um, hmm. In the near future, Stacey Abrams will come under indictment for financial fraud and, 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 and campaign fraud. Campaign finance fraud. I'm just going to tell you right now. You don't think her aunties and her cousins... And her little ninis and her little boo-boos. They ain't all part of this. Come on now. Come on now. I can see, I, I see right through this. Oh, man. <laughs> that is going to, I promise you that's going to happen. All right. Captain Assholes back in America. Sam Bankman Freed, Screech Sr., touched down in New York from following his extradition from the Bahamas uh, last night, I guess. He was seen walking away from the tarmac surrounded by law enforcement officials before he was placed in an SUV and rode off in a caravan of vehicles. Well, I tell you what, you better be guarding this some bitch. Jesus, this guy. And, and, and you know, when you look at him, at least Bernie Madoff, you could kind of see that he looked guilty and he, he kind of took, you know, he didn't say much, but you could tell this guy just doesn't look like things are, are bothering him. He thinks it's just another Thursday. Oh, I got to go to New York and testify. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. No, 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 no. He's in trouble. Uggo is flipping and telling the feds everything. Uh-oh. Oh, boy, if 19 forehead there. 
That'd be her Indian name, 19 Forehead. God damn, I'm fucking terrible, aren't I? Her Indian name. You go, 19 Forehead. You go with dogs fucking outside. How long until Hillary has a meeting with him? I tell you what, Zach, I'm surprised. Isn't he autistic? I'm not sure. Okay, I'm going to ask. God, y'all are going to hate me for this question. Because I know autism is a bunch of different things. If it's out there that this guy was autistic, I'm just asking this. Um, why would you give him billions of dollars? It's a, is it not a fair question? Is that not a fair question? I, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm not trying to shit on fucking people with autism. <coughs> but if you go in knowingly that this guy is autistic, and you hand him and he's in charge of billions and billions of dollars. Really feel good about that? Her dad's name was Chief <laughs> Whoopaho. <laughs> okay, he scalped her at an early age, boy. Uh, there's highly functional people that are autistic. Rain Man. Yeah, but, but okay, I, I, you brought up Rain Man. If you were to sit down with, with, with him and Charlie Babbitt wasn't there, his brother Charlie Babbitt, yeah, he's my brother, he's my brother, ah, people's court, all that shit. If you were to just meet with Raymond, would you hand him a billion dollars? I wouldn't give money to Rain Man, not unless Charlie Babbitt's right there next to him. I don't think Ugo was sitting in on meetings. I think that she was just, you know, trying to cover up that gigantic forehead when any time company came over. Are we close to a casino? <laughs> what do you call Bob Ross with Down syndrome? Autistic. <laughs> Bubba. Goddamn dog's going to drink himself to death. I wouldn't. We're going to Vegas. All right. Roulette could be fun. And, and when that damn dog comes in here and he throws up on my floor, I'm going to push him down and then I'm going to clean him up with his own damn puke. Doesn't Elon Musk have a slight? Yeah, he's slightly that way. I guess. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just, I was just asking a question. That's all I was doing. I wasn't trying to be mean. I'm, just, I, I'm trying to get the full story here. I wouldn't hand him that money because I see his girlfriend. I, look, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the truth. If, if I were to be like Tom Brady or any of these guys that work with this fucking dude, right? I imagine we all go out to dinner at some point, and old Sammy Bankman Freed here, good old Rain Man, we'll just call him that now. Rain Man shows up, and he's got something less than 11 on his arm, and he's in charge of billions and billions of dollars? Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. He, he, he's got fucking something that was kicked off from the, the, the Shaggy Files? No thanks. 
I'm going the other way. I want my I want my money guys to have hot chicks. You know why? Because that makes them work harder. Because they want to buy the hot chicks all the fucking diamonds and cocaine they can get. That makes them work. I'm a fan of the Wolf of Wall Street. Fuel those motherfuckers up with cocaine and make money. Hell yeah. That's America. This guy. Boy, oh boy. Even the Dungeons and Dragons guys made fun of him probably in school. Dan Bazillion. Yeah, there you go. Um, Now, see, I hate when shit like this happens. Whoa. Oh, wait a second. We got to play this. If this, there's if there's audio on this, I want to fucking play this shit. Okay, here we go. Elon Musk on a on on a, on a That's not him. Yeah, let's skip the ad. Um, when you when yeah. you say when you say crazy stack, what do you mean? Like break it down. Have you seen have you seen George's like <laughs> diagram? No, no, no. I mean like what do you mean by are, are you, crazy? No, no, seriously. Do, do you, do you, Come on, buddy. Come on. Who who are you? What do you mean? Who am I? I don't know. You gave me the. <laughs> I got no. I didn't give you the mic. Whoa, I, I, I'm, I'm doing the mic, and let's, let's keep it, let's keep it civil in my space. I mean. Yeah. Like what? No, no, man. You're in charge of the servers and. Well, oh, just shut up. I, I, I'm tired of people goading him. If you don't like him, then get off the fucking platform for fuck's sake. Uh, man, my D&D game last night was off the change. We are cool. Ha, ha, ha. I, I ain't got nothing wrong against D&D, but y'all, look, look, I'm telling you this right now. Sam Bankman-Fried did weirder shit than that. A Chick-fil-A restaurant in North Carolina is fined $6,000. Why, Southerners, do you do this? They were fined because they found they were paying the staff off in chicken. And allowing underage employees to operate dangerous equipment. Um, Chick-fil-A restaurant in North Carolina was fined more than $6,000 for allowing underage employees to handle dangerous equipment. God, pussies. How, how else are kids are going to learn? The restaurant owner identified as Bazinga, as Joel Benson, tried to lure volunteers with food to work for the new drive-thru in a July 22 Facebook post. (laughs) He writes, we're looking for volunteers for our new drive-thru express. Earn five free entrees per shift. Hour worked. You can't pay. Uh, hey, I'm here for the chicken deal. I'll work for ten hours. I got fifteen kids at home. I need. I need me some Chick Fil A sandwiches. How about this? How about we pay you off in chicken? <laughs> mama, mama, I came home from work. Oh, good. We can pay the gas bill. No, we got chicken to eat. 
Fuck, I love being from the South, but sometimes I hate it. You 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 want to pay me in chicken? You're going to give me five sandwiches an hour. So in essence, you're paying me like $25. Fucking stupid. Or do, do the employees go home? They get five sandwiches an hour. So if they work for five hours, they just hand them 25 sandwiches? Or they go to the holler there in North Carolina and start selling them off? Don't let your underage kids drive in North Carolina. It could be a $600,000 fine. Your child could be using a dangerous machine. Amen to that. They had to use... Look, look, look. When we worked at the water park, they did this... Our, our first... I love the first day initiate... Or the... Not initiation. What is... The, the orientation. Orientation day at Wet n Wild was always my one of my favorite days of the entire year. To say chicken meal Dale one more time, I may just quit this cushy government job and go get an apron working for chicken sandwiches. It's the Lord's chicken, maybe it's worth it. <laughs> um, all right. So we'd always look forward to orientation because you get a layout of the park. You get to see all the new lifeguards and all the new people working there, and you, you see everything. And, and I did it four times. So, But the one part was always my favorite was they walk us behind the wave pool. And behind the wave pool was pretty much where the entire park was run from. That's where the maintenance was and everything. And that's where they kept the chlorine gas. Now... Yes, you heard me correctly. We had chlorine gas, and you put that in the water, and it's okay. But if it seeps out, it will kill you. You cannot breathe chlorine gas. It is very, very bad for you. And it was at a park full of kids, and they had to warn us there could be a leak. So that's pretty dangerous. So maybe we should go back and find them, too. Yes, you're right, Douglas. Initiations and orientations, two very different things. <laughs> Scott says that's why Honey Boo Boo was on the air for so long. They paid her in Mountain Dew and Skeddy. Look here, we'll pay y'all in chicken. Now, 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 look here. This is what we do here on the Arnie State Show. We prefer, we provide not only a an entertainment forum. We also have learning time where we learn new languages and we learn new phrases and things like that. And also I have time to share some public service announcements out there uh, that are happening all over our wonderful country um, because people are absolutely, positively the dumbest people on the face of the earth, including, I believe, what this broad did. Here you go, let's play it. Can you get an STI from a shared pool or paddling pool? In short... I don't know what she's talking about. Um, a United Kingdom doctor is raising eyebrows, telling people the dangers of masturbating with ornaments. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Oh, 
people that are people that masturbate with Christmas ornaments. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. I would say so. <laughs> she goes on to say, it's not advisable to masturbate with Christmas ornaments. Dr. Sarah Welsh, a gynecologist, told Need to Know Online. She was listing the dildos and don'ts. Get it? The dildos and don'ts? Of this scandalous Yuletide tradition, which sees people hospitalized after getting frisky. Mainly, where they get candy canes stuck up their hoo-ha. You, my friend, are a jackass! Christmas ornaments can have sharp aspects or pieces that can break during masturbation, which could cause soreness. The risk of trauma are just generally unsuitable for your vagina. So, look, look here, gals. If you're going to put a candy cane up your hoo-ha, all right, I'm not judging if it's if that's your kink thing, if you got a Santa Claus fetish, and you're ripping one off with a big old thick candy cane that looks like you know, like a, like a guy like like a fella from Uganda, more power to you. Just don't get the ones with the hook top. If you get the one with the hook top, that one can get caught. You don't want that. You just want the whole candy. You, you don't want the candy cane. You want the candy pole. It's just a way to have a peppermint-flavored hoo-ha. Well, and then, well, I'm, I'm seeing, oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. Well, there, there are some x-ray pictures. Now i got to share these x-ray pictures with you. Um, let's see. Uh, however, in this unfortunate phenomenon is more common than one would think. In 2013, people inserting glass ornaments and even turkey basters in themselves. Meanwhile, social media post a uh, paramedic Facebook group described instances of holiday hornballs improvising with a candy cane and tree decorations. Someone got an ornament stuck in their ass. God, I love this world. Do you really need to be told not to shove a fucking ornament up your ass? Is this going to be is this the next warning label we're going to see when we're out buying new ornaments because the kids ruined all the other ones? Warning not to be inserted in one's rectum. Rectum damn near killed them. Very odd OnlyFans format. First of all, the peppermint aroma is going to sting. I made the mistake once with putting peppermint essential oils in a bathtub to soak in. It was not enjoyable. All the orifices were screaming in pain. Alicia, Alicia, your lips to God's ears, let me tell you. They have this peppermint body wash shit for men. 
It, it, it's part of the, like, the, it, it, it's all, it's masculine shit. Don't get on me. It, look, it's part of, it was a part of a package. I was like, okay, I'll try it one time. I tried it once. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. I, I, I don't need that sensation all over in, in places that don't need them. And secondly, find a man with a micro tick. Yeah. Democrats normally stick their heads up there, so an ornament should be much easier. <laughs> Very true. Does the curve help or hit the G-spot? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is next.
fun. And hauling through the snow at a frightening speed with a half a dozen deer with a Rudy to lead. He's got a wear of goggles cause the snow really flies and he's cruising every path with a little surprise. It's the little Saint Nick. to the phlegm-filled edition of the Arnie State Show here on this Thursday before Christmas. 
Everybody got your shopping done? I got all mine done yesterday. Done. I feel like one of them rodeo guys that, that wrestles down a steer and ties up his feet and throws hands up. Done. Including the cards. Ha ha. Motherfucker, I defeated you this year, Christmas. I always forget the cards. Always. Not this year. I uh, got to call uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Uh, let's see. Uh, call Joe Murphy. Yes, uh, that number right there, the one he told me to call. I'm calling the right number, I hope. Is it me, Alicia? Am I the one person you're shopping for? Thank you for calling Murphy and Associates, Terms at Law. <laughs> wow. Murph, how are you, my friend? Oh. No, I heard I'm doing great. That's when bill collectors call. That's how I answer. No, I, I totally understand, and, and rightfully so. Hopefully it works for you. Yeah, it does sometimes. They usually hang up or <laughs> oh, I have fraud charges. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's a whole other. Yeah. Murph, how <laughs> you doing, pal? Did I call the right number? You, man, you are on fire. Okay, good, good, mm-hmm. good. Sounds like you got a touch of what I have, a little, little, uh, little loosening of the voice. Yeah, I, I I was screaming all weekend because Jim and Jay Slater's in the Hall of Fame that Christian McCaffrey didn't make the Pro Bowl. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? It's wild. It's bananas. Um, Christmas is this week, Joe. Are you all shy? Are you are you done shopping? Do you have big plans for the holiday? Well, yeah, I, I just got done, um, you know, dancing on the big piano. Okay, at, good, uh, good. The Tom Hanks, dad, I, I forget the name of that store. F.A.O. Schwartz. Uh, F.A.O. Schwartz, yeah, just got down there. Okay. Uh, I was there for the massage parlors, though, mainly. <laughs> you know, uh, were were you massage. doing guest spots? I'm, I mean, you are an international sex worker. Like, when you uh, walk yeah, into I, a massage parlor, are they in awe? Comped, completely comped. Yeah, oh, I would imagine. I mean, you're walking in there with a cord of rope, my friend. I mean, they're yeah, not yeah, going to fucking yeah. do anything to you. Free lube, everything. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, uh, you know, there's an article out here, uh, ways to alleviate stress at the holidays. Uh, number one, do something special for yourself. Have you done anything special for yourself this year yet? Well, that's why I'm kind of breathing heavy. <laughs> okay. All righty then. Hey, now. No, I, uh, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I don't think I really have, um, but, uh, they say that's important to do, you know, take time out to do something for yourself once in a while, yes. you know, like, uh, uh, you know, it's okay to love yourself. Yes. Just not in public. Just not in public. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. That's the one caveat of that statement is it's okay to love yourself. If you do it in public, it is a crime. It's lewd and lascivious behavior. Believe okay. me, um, I know. I know. I, know. I promise, officer, I was simply urinating. <laughs> That's all. That's all I was doing. Uh, let's see. Um, spend time with people who lift you up. Now, I think that one's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, mean, I mean, what they're saying right there is don't spend time with family. Yeah, really, yeah. Because remember, you, you can pick your friends. You don't get to pick your family. No. You know, and so sometimes, you know, uh, Uncle Leo isn't the greatest guy in the world. Of course, 
he's Neely, which is the maximum security prison. But, um, but yeah, you know, people. Yeah, it's it's always nice to be around people that that make you feel good. You yeah. know, because people don't people don't remember what you say. People always remember how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. That that that's a great statement, Murph. And, and you're a guy who. I would imagine that that people love having you at a party because you are it, look Murph you are you are an entertaining fella. I got to tell you that. I love having you on the show. Well, I you you I am the most legendary entertainer of all time. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. voted Reno's number one entertainer for like 7 years in a row. It was you oh. and that uh Chris or uh what was the name? Chris uh, Babbitt or something like that? The guy who played the guitar with the Dirty Songs? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember him, though. Yeah, exactly. You know why? Because you're that fucking legendary, Joe. I know. I mean, the thing is, because if you don't believe in yourself, then I don't care if you're an ice cream scooper. If you mm-hmm. don't believe in yourself, you don't take pride in your work, then don't show up. Now, this is one I can't, uh, this one I have to admit. See, this would be something I would find amusing, but this is for me for the holidays. Avoid ruining relationships with others. See, I look forward to doing stuff like that. That kind of makes my year, especially if I'm ruining two other people's relationships. That's like a Christmas yeah. gift to me. Yeah, I, know. I, I love to, uh, you know, uh, to ruin relationships. Yeah, it always makes you feel good. No, no it's, it's fantastic. Um, Burning bridges. I don't bridges. have any relationships, so they see you can't touch me. <laughs> oh, okay, those are the tips. Now, Joe, you had homework last week. Um, I asked you to come up with some uh, New Year's resolutions for yourself. And okay. I, I'll share some of mine. All right. I'll let you go first. You dirty son of a... Um, okay. New Year's resolutions for me. Uh, I'm going to become a better listener. Because you don't have any resolutions prepared, do you? What are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been preparing all week for uh, this. No, yeah, it's so okay. I'm going to be a better listener, which is one. Uh, uh, you know, but that's what, you know, when I was in college, you know, I, of course, I was on the social program, so it took me five years right. to graduate. Uh, and people always told me, they were like, I never saw you crack a book once. You know, they were like, you know, all these people, that my girlfriend had uh, uh, flashcards she'd make for studying, and people mm-hmm. would just study, and they would cram, we're going to do it all nighter. Yeah, I know what I'm going to do it all nighter, but it's going to be at Patoot's Saloon. It's not going to be, <laughs> you know, studying. But somehow I made it through. I just got it done when it had to be done. But uh, uh, so, uh, you know, I... Uh, I, I enjoy. I, that's the thing. I, I really was good in school. My brother and sister weren't that weren't that great. Uh, my brother, you couldn't get him out of bed. But uh, I flew through school, and uh, and uh, so my one my like better. Like, I'm the guy that's always thinking of what to say rather than listening to the person talking. Ah, very interesting. Okay, okay, I like that. So you're going to listen more this year. But yeah, I'm gonna try to be a better listener. Try to be more. Uh, Empathetic is that the word? Empathetic, for, uh, yes, people? yeah, you know, yeah. You never know what someone's going through, sure. especially this time of year. You know, I mean, I can't. I made the joke about it, like, but like that, you know, Twitch. He's got a wife and a kid, and boy, I mean, what's that guy going through? That you know, he's, I mean, making good money, and you just, 
you just uh, you never know what someone's going through. So you got to uh, you always got to you know feel for people. You know, uh, give them some empathy. Even you know, walk a mile in their shoes because uh, you never know what somebody's especially the holidays. People get yeah. down. People really get down. I don't know why they get down. It's hard for me because my mom like loved Christmas and and so Christmas is always a really joyous uh, time for me. I enjoy the snow when it comes and uh, and the Christmas and you guys got uh, a know, lot of snow too, haven't taking you? Taking uh, taking the red kettles from every store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're complimentary. I mean, come on, they wouldn't be out front if they weren't free. Did you see the guy ringing the bell? Like, where do you work next? At, the, at this uh, Fresno State Fair? I mean, for God's sake, who is that? I mean, I'm, oh. I'm going to take that mind before he takes off with it. Yeah. Uh, let me say uh, good morning to uh, Mage. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. What the fuck? It's minus 15, hot tide. Holy shit. Uh, he lives in Colorado. How bad is it in Reno right now? Is it pretty fucking cold there? Um, you know, it is, uh, boy, let's see what the temp is right now. Yeah, it, it's, it's below freezing. I do know that. Okay. Uh, we're about 30 degrees. In fact, we're about right at freezing. Uh, we're nowhere like Colorado or, or, you know, up in, uh, the South Dakota. Oh, where sure. it's, you know, minus 15 or something like that. Yeah. I don't want any of that. It's 45 right here, right now. It, it was supposed to be like today's low is supposed to be 13. I don't think we're going to get down to 13. And I love how the weather makes such big news. Oh, in North Dakota today, people, it's going to be freezing. No shit. You know, <laughs> it's fucking December in North Dakota. Wait. I know. I, I, it, like, I, I did that story to start the show off with this big ass storm. I'm like, wait a second. I do this story every single year. It, this big ass storm already hit Buffalo once. We moved a damn football game for it. Yeah, I, every year there's going to be three feet of snow in Boston yes. or Buffalo. You know, it's going to be three. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, ooh, it's going to be one day. It's going to be 33 degrees in Florida, and they'll just freak out down there. You know. Oh, you know the best uh, part of that is though. What's that? Are the best part of that are all the lizards that freeze and just fall straight to the ground because they can't maintain their body temperatures. And you see all these frozen lizards just on the ground. They don't necessarily die, but they freeze. That's funny because some of them, I guess they can thaw out and keep moving. Yeah. Just warm them up. I I went into a house once to do something for some friends, and it was like five below here in Reno. And I remember, you know, under the house, uh, you know, remember people, if you don't bother the black widows, they won't bother you. But Mm -hmm. still, you know, and I thought, well, it's five degrees below. I'll go under there. There's got to be nothing. I crawled under that crawl space. I looked up. There was the biggest red like heart on the biggest black widow I've ever seen right above my face. And I was like, yeah, we'll come back later. I didn't think <laughs> you could make it when, you know, five below. No, that's that, that dude's just sitting right there. And I mean, uh, don't, you know, that's a uh, black widow with the big red heart. Those yeah. are kind of spooky. Yeah. You, you don't want to mess with those. Those, those are bad. Those yeah. are bad. Those in the Brown recluse, you don't want to get bitten by one of those. Cause those, those will like eat your skin away. Those are bad dudes. Yeah, well, and, and I know, and I've, I've, I've smoked a lot of crocodile. My first resolution of, of 2023 uh, will be to be more vocal in public. I'm going to start shutting shit down. I, I'm tired. I, I'm tired of the bullshit. 
You know, if I see a protest and it's a stupid protest, like whatever the the cause of the day is, I'm going to start saying shit. I'm, I'm tired of this world. I'm tired of these people getting a free pass because people don't have time. I got plenty of fucking time. Yeah, I mean, and make your mark. I mean, you know, don't sit on the fence. I mean, make a move. Pick a side. Do something. You know, if you just kind of float through life and, and don't, uh, you don't cause any waves, don't make any waves, you're going to regret it at the end because mm-hmm. you didn't stand up for something you believe in, you know, like uh, – and and then you know you're you're gonna feel like man you know I really believe in that why didn't I say something why didn't I say that you know this is what I think is right you know or or whatever I mean it, it's it's uh, the people that have done stuff like that are the people that get remembered years from now you yep. know uh, if you just kind of float through and not or don't make any waves I, I look just... I look at it this way Joe I'm gonna start doing it for my own health. Because I bottle this shit up, and, and granted, I have a, a wonderful vehicle to allow this shit to get out of my system. But my God, man, the world is, it, we are in such a weird place in the world where they're teaching kids now that, that feelings are more important than facts. We, we, we all need to, because nobody's standing up and saying enough. I mean, we have politicians on both sides of the counter that lie to us right to our face, and the media just keeps those lies going and you just have to sit there and go when's enough enough yeah you know i mean uh, yeah well, i mean there's so much stupidity going on in the world you know uh, i mean uh, you think you talk about parents that i remember uh, disciplining my uh, girlfriend or uh, she had a uh, at the time her her grandson which ages me right there right and he does. He's not gonna like you. I, no, guess what? He's five. Tomorrow, he's gonna love me again. He's gonna. He's gonna totally. You know. He's gonna. He's gonna think I'm the greatest guy in the room. And then that's great because whenever I show up, all the adults are like, "Oh no, Murphy's here. Get your wallet. Put your wallet away." <laughs> but my nephews are like, "Uncle Joe, I love that guy." You know. Mm-hmm. So I love him. Kids are just the best. You know. But uh, uh, yeah. So I mean. Uh, I, uh, you know, I talked to McCaffrey, the Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. I talked to his his, his brother, uh, Muslim McCaffrey, and his sister, Jew McCaffrey. <laughs> Any more you know, resolutions, I, Joe? What's that? Do you have another resolution for me? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to say this. I, I really mean it. Uh, I'm going to pay more attention to my health, maybe exercise a little better and stuff. Because, you know, when you get older, remember when you were 15, 20, even, you, you, you get, you're never going to die. You no. just rock on. And you start getting older. When you're older, you know, I'm 57 years old. Hey, ladies, don't worry. I, got, I still got it going on <laughs> right there. But uh, you, you, you think of your mortality. You know, your mortality takes a, you start thinking about it. You know, like you can check out. You know, I mean, uh, guys are uh, guys are young, uh, fifty six, heart attacks, mm-hmm. and, and you really think about your mortality when you get older, and uh, it's it's something that wow, when you were younger, you never thought about mm-hmm. dying. Which you know, I don't focus on it because I live the life to the fullest. I suck the life out of every day. Yeah, you should, and and I'm glad to hear that, Joe. That is awesome to hear. Um, uh, my, my next resolution, cause I, I think that's a great one. Live, live, I, I, you, you know, uh, 
I have a really, really good life right now, and I'm really, really happy, and there's not a lot that I want to change or resolute. I'll, I'll try to drink more Dr. Pepper Zero and not have, you know, a few slips on, on Dr. Pepper, as many as I've had lately, but, man, I, life is great, right? I, I'm very happy and content. Yeah, I, you know, I had a, uh, at the time, I had a uh, therapist or a uh, uh, counselor that I saw, and and uh, which uh, I, I have no problem uh, telling people it's, it's good to go talk to people because you can talk to people that you don't, you know, not your family, your relatives, mm-hmm. things like that. You, you're more, you can talk to them. And of course they're, you know, doctors and whatever. And, and I, and I love uh, talking to them and, and I get some good advice, but I had one guy that was like, we just had to make, we had to mark our improvement every week to show the insurance company. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, oh, you need a better car and a better apartment or, well, let's say a car and an apartment and, uh, uh, and, and stuff. And that's like, you know, at the time, you know, I was drinking pretty heavy. Sure. And it's like, you yeah, know, that sounds like a great idea. Get me behind the wheel of a 5,000-pound killing machine. That'll show. <laughs> so that'll show. That's what I need to do to show mm-hmm. that I'm improved, you know. And, and uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm happy. You know, Good. I'm content. I'm happy. I'm content. I, I don't, you know, I don't have everything in the world. I'm by no stretch of the imagination, you know, broke and poor and uh, and, and suffering. I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I'm happy. I got a roof over my head because there was a time when I didn't. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's it's just, I'm happy. And that's what life's about. I mean, I, you know, if you wake up and you can laugh every day, you know what? You're doing pretty good. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of people that don't laugh every day. I agree. Uh, my, my, my last resolution will be this. I will do a stand-up show in 2023. There you go. I, I, I said it. There you go. I will do a show in 2023. Uh-huh. I don't know when. I still got to write it. I'm, I, I'm working on it now, but it will happen. Well, if you need any uh, racial epitaphs or jokes <laughs> like in that nature, call me. <laughs> I knew I could count on you, Joe. Yeah, because yeah, well, you'd be like uh, Kramer. Remember Kramer? Oh, yeah. And, or uh, what's his name from Everybody Loves Raymond? Mm, Remember Ray- when he went on a rant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are always good. But uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity, as they say. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh, real quick, before we get to the NFL picks, and uh, I update you on last week. I know that you are a lifelong Pittsburgh Steeler fan, and I would like to give you the opportunity to express your feelings about Franco Harris's passing. You know, um, of course, that's what I. That's what, the reason I became. Uh, you know, the only time it's okay to be a front runner is when you're a kid. You know, when you win. Oh, I love that team. So we, you know, we didn't have an NFL team here. So when the Steelers were winning Super Bowls, I was a little kid. I became a Steelers fan. Sure. Uh, when, uh, when, and the Cincinnati Reds were winning. Okay. And I became a Reds fan. Of course, I was the groundskeeper for the single-A Reno Padres for years, and I saw a lot of players come up, so I, I switched uh, to San Diego. But uh, always a Steelers fan. When Bradshaw was the quarterback, that's when I started. My mom would actually uh, let me uh, sometimes uh, – I know football's on Sunday, but brother sports, I stay home, you know, and watch the game or whatever because I can always make it up. I always made it to school. But uh, Franco Harris was the first big uh, Rocky Blyer, Franco Harris, L.C. Greenwood, mm-hmm. uh, 
Uh, Joe Green. Joe Green, yeah. Lambert, uh, Jack Ham. Jack Lambert, you know, that's when guys had one bar around their helmet. Yeah, oh, God, and, yeah. And three teeth were missing. <laughs> and it was okay to hit the quarterback. Um, so, I, you know, it, that's what I mean. What, he's like 72? Uh, I believe so. I believe he was. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's sad. But it's, it's sad to see and go, but. You know, every, I mean, it's the circle of life. Every day, somebody's going to die. You know, that's just, we got to thin the herd. So I don't get like, you know, Will, I, I'm always amazed to see, you know, when somebody young uh, dies or whatever. But it's just, I mean, I don't, wow. Sad. Mm-hmm. What, did you think he was going to live forever? Right. I mean, we're all going to go, you know. So to me, it's just, uh, it's just uh, another it's another, you know. Yeah, I, I, I just find it, it's really sad because, like, we're about two days away from the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. You know, yeah, and, I said I mean, that the other day. Yeah, the Immaculate Reception. That was, I just watched that on YouTube uh, the other day or yesterday. I what, think. What, so, what? Yeah, it obviously made me look up some stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm a Steeler fan. I love the 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 steel curtain. I love, uh, you know, I love watching them play. Not this year, but no, no, I, I understand. Let, let me just tell you, as a as a Cowboy fan, I know those teams so well because I hated them so much because they were so good. I mean, I mean, you, you had Donnie Snell out there. Not to not to mention the greatest receivers, John Stallworth, Lynn Swan, had Rocky Blyer. That was an amazing team. Mike Webster on the line. Battles did they have with the Cowboys, boy? Oh man. God almighty, fucking Jackie Smith can rot in hell. Son of a bitch dropping a touchdown pass. I saw that. Hit him right in the numbers, too. Oh, God almighty. I was sick to death, just like Brad Sham told me I should be. Uh, All right, let's go. Uh, Last week, Joe, Joe, congratulations. You went 12-4 and last week. (laughs) I told you, kid, just strap in. It's going to be a rough ride. Yep. Here I come. Yep. Uh, you, your record is improved now to 110 and 85. <clears throat> I, fucking Cowboys cost me. I also went 12 and 4 last week. My record is 120 and 75. So I'm still leading by 10 full games. We're like week 15 or 16 now. I, I, it's going to be tough, but. Uh... Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in the competition. Mm-hmm. I won't bow out. Hey, you, you're a gladiator. The bowling team. We're there. We're going to show up. Now, ne- next week, I'm taking the week off. So, uh, if you could text me next week, Joe, your picks, and I will put my picks up and I will put them up on, uh, the Arnie State Show page on Facebook. I'll put up all our picks next week. Just e- text me those picks. And that okay. way we can, you, you know, have the competition still go even though I'm off. So we'll start with tonight's football game. And I found out the Cowboys play on Prime like next week. I'm so bummed at that. Um, on Prime video tonight, the 6-8 and eight Jaguars are taking on the 7-7 seven and seven Jets. Okay, Jaguars in New Jersey to play the New York Jets. Yes. Hmm. And now they're, uh, boy, Jets are about a point favorite is all. Two and a half point favorite. Two and a half. It's mm-hmm. gone up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, uh, 
boy, let's see here, man. It, uh, the Jets are like, I think uh, Jacksonville's like eight and eight when they're against the spread, and so is uh, eight and six. Is uh, I like the Jets at home. I'm just going with the Jets at home. The Jaguars, okay. I mean, they had a big win. I mean, if I was, I would be in drag if I was Dak Prescott right now. I wouldn't want anyone to recognize me. No, um, don't, don't, don't even get me started. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> you, you're talking about the Steeler matchups. Oh, gee, oh. my biggest nemesis is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They kicked off. Christ's uh, sake. But, yeah, I'm going to go with so I'm gonna go with the Jets. They'll come back. The Jacksonville still still probably partying over that win. Oh, I would imagine. So Jets, I like the Jets. Uh, I, too, like the Jets in this game. I hate the Jaguars. I will never, ever pick the Jaguars. That made me sick last week to my fucking <laughs> stomach. Um, Alicia says, with this storm going on, I predict a baby boom in the next 38 to 40 weeks. Well, that's only if Joe Murphy leaves the house. That's when I predict the baby boom happening. Uh, well, it does because, hey, yeah, yeah. You think this is the magic, Mike? Wait till you, yeah, the magic wand gets moving when I get out the door. <laughs> the ladies love a Cool J. Now, now, <laughs> now, let me ask you something there, Cool J. Um, are you in the next, uh, the the newest Magic Mike? Can you say anything? This one with Salma Hayek in it. Well, I don't want to give. I want to be like a spoiler alert. Okay. I don't want to give away any, you know. So I will tell you, there will be because I had to quit my gig with Thunder from Down Under to oh, do the show. Man, oh man, and you you were a veteran and, uh, of that place. There will be scantily clad men in this film. Okay, good to know. Um, next game up is Saturday. Lots of Saturday games on Christmas Eve. Um, the first one will be the 11-3 Bills on the road against the 3-11 Bears. Okay. Real quick, quick question. Do you like Christmas music? Um, some of it's okay. There's a few good songs. I'm, I'm, I, I'm playing it on the show today and tomorrow just because it's Christmas. It's because it's kind of weird how you do like, because I do. Do you have a, is there a Christmas song when it comes on, you know, you, you like it, you enjoy listening to it? There are two. There are two that I will turn up. The one, one is uh, Merry Christmas Straight to You from George Strait. Love that song. And the other is, of course, Blue Christmas by the one and only Elvis Aaron Presley. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You're beautiful crowd. Um, yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love Bob Seger's Little Drummer Boy. Okay. That's one of mine. And then I may be a moron, but it's maybe because my brother is the first one of us that hears Bono saying, well, tonight, thank God it's them. <laughs> For some reason, he will call it. I heard it first, you know, then we know it's Christmas because uh, we heard the uh, uh, there won't be snow in Africa. No shit. But yeah, so I, I just for that reason, I always talk to my brother when I hear that song for the first time. But I always like uh, Bob Seger's uh, Little Drummer Boy. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Chris Payne had a DJ gig oh. this weekend oh, at, for a party. You? Oh, and he had them send in. It was on Facebook. I troll him on Facebook. And uh, he had you know, we issued, what songs do you not want me to play? And mm-hmm. most people came back with, we prefer you just didn't show up. But no, <laughs> but a lot of them said, uh, there was any Mariah Carey or. <laughs> Damn it to hell, Joe. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Don't play any songs. Yeah. Stay home, for yeah. the love of God. <laughs> Please. Uh, all right, come on. Bills and Bears, Joe. Okay, Bills and Bears. Now, this game is, 
for the Bills and the Bears. Uh, let me see. This game is at in Chicago. It'll probably be about zero degrees, I'm sure. Uh, uh, let's see. Bills, Do I have a, a 11? Boy, 11 degrees. By like 10, aren't they? Something like that? Uh, I've got a minus eight. Hey, oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, uh, the Bills win. I mean, they're, they're both, they both play in freezers, so it's not a big deal. The Buffalo Bills will win this game. Uh, I, I also am taking the Buffalo Bills in this game. Uh, I like the Bills. I've been on the Bills bandwagon all season. Uh, the next game is an apology game because the NFL should apologize for showing this garbage. The 5-9 uh, Saints are on the road against the 6-8 and eight Browns. Yeah, that's uh, the Brown. Oh, man, on the road against... Let me see if I can pull that up here. But let's see, Buffalo, Chicago, Cincinnati, Detroit. There we go. The Saints at Cleveland. Cleveland about a uh, about a three a field goal favorite. Uh, I like Cleveland at home. You um, know, I think you're going to finish a little stronger than people think. Let's see. You've got the Browns. Um, I'll take the Saints. I I don't care about this game. This game sucks. And these are Saturday games, correct? Yes, they are Saturday yeah. games. Yeah. Next one up, we've got a battle of the one and twelve Texans are on the road against the seven and seven Titans. Texans and the Titans. You know, when you when you win one game all year, it's just like it's like a kick in the mouth. To, oh well, we'll give you a tie also. Thanks. Yeah. You know, that's just ridiculous. Boy, the Texans, they are so bad. It's so bad. And you know my rule on the show, Joe. You can pick up a you can pick up a game here. Okay, so of course I've got to take the Texans. I'm going with them. I mean, I've got to take Tennessee. I yeah. mean, I've got yeah, right. So you're gonna I'm gonna take the home dog because I'm sure. Let's see uh, that uh, yeah. Uh, well, Tennessee's favored. Yeah, they by, should be uh, three and a half. So I'll take I'll take Tennessee uh, to win that game because I know you're gonna take the the Houston Oilers. Yes, I will be taking. Gotta love the Houston Oilers. Love you, Blue. Um, next game up on Saturday, the seven and seven Seahawks are on the road against the 11 and three chiefs. Now, this is one of those games where obviously the chiefs have made the playoffs. There's no way they're not making it. They're going to, I don't think, I don't think they've clinched home field advantage. They possibly could have. I mean, but, uh, the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, the Seahawks on the road, I, you know, I I hope the Chiefs have a letdown, but they probably won't. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I mean, they're 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 probably playing for home field, so I'll take the Chiefs. Um, I also am going to take the Chiefs in that because the Seahawks really really suck. I, I mean, yeah. like really suck. Um, I, yeah, I don't they're even. Horrible. They're awful. You know what? I always want to look. My thing that I've always hated, my pet peeve. I have never. We always make fun of Pete Carroll. And he's chewing his gum. Mm-hmm. I've never chewed a piece of gum in my life. I cannot stand gum. I just hate it. Like, why do we sit and chew on this all day when we don't swallow it? You don't eat it. No, that's what we do with it is we stick it out so that you can get it in your shoe and in your hair <laughs> and everywhere else. Stick it under the restaurant table, you know, wow. for the love of God. You know, why are we chewing on stuff? You're supposed to eat stuff. I think you know all about that. <laughs> Joe, it is, his campaign of 2023 is to rid the world of gum chewers. 
I just don't think that well. Why? You get a sunflower seed, you moron. I mean, seriously, get something. You need help, people. Yeah, if you do swallow it, it's supposedly going to kill you. I mean, what the hell is with gum? Right? Yeah, it doesn't what digest for it eight years. It doesn't have flavor after like three chews. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, all right, next up we have uh, the uh, New York football giants, the 8-5 and five New York football giants on the road against the comeback kids, the 11-3 and three Minnesota Vikings. This is going to be my upset. I'm going to take that because I probably know you're going to take the, the Vikings. I'm going to take the Giants. Okay. I, yes, I, I – look, I, I can't go against Kirk Cousins. He brought him back from 33 points down last week. That's pretty damn impressive. That was the most – I could not believe that. I mean, I was – I made a joke to my friend. I'm like, oh, I'm sure I'm, – I'm glad you have the uh, – uh, what the uh, the uh, Vikings, or, you know, and so uh, what the quarterback is, uh, what's their quarterback? Uh, Natty Ice, right? Yeah. He has the, uh, the he the two biggest, like, comebacks uh, he's lost. Like, he lost, I forget who he lost besides this one. No, he, he lost, lost the Super Bowl. To, like this, a play, I got a playoff. Su- no, it was the oh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. No, it was Super Bowl. They biggest were up by 26. The Super Bowl, was, he was on the losing end. Yeah. And now the biggest comeback in NFL history, he's on the losing end. It, does that put, does that make him, does, does he surpass Fran Tarkenton and, and Jim Kelly as the biggest losers of quarterbacks? Well, unless he unless he bangs Giselle Bunsen, then Tom Brady's the biggest loser I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's he's in there. He, he's got to be in there. I mean, why don't you, Jamarcus Russell and Tony Mandarich, go have a party? Okay. <laughs> uh, next one up, we got. Hey, they're starting to come alive. The ten and four Bengals are on the road now. Now, let me ask you: They're on the road against the Patriots. What loss was more embarrassing last week? Blowing a 33-point lead or playing monkey-fucking-a-football what what happened in the Raiders game last week oh with the my. Patriots? You know, that's Bill Belichick. I mean, I think he played at, like, Wesleyan and Massachusetts, the small But, you know, the greatest coach, they, smell, they say that might go down as the dumbest play in the history of football what are you that is when you're down by six with nothing left and you've just got nothing left to do but but you know do the old lateral no hey okay here's a great play instead of taking a knee and going to overtime let's throw the ball around until a raider gets it all right break you know like that was just unbelievable i couldn't believe that was going on do you You think that that bill belichick soiled himself during that play because God. The, the Play, guy who threw the ball back. Use it to wipe his ass. I mean, the the guy that they 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 that threw it back. He's not getting on the plane. Just unbelievable. Right to him too. I just could not believe that. I was, and I said to myself, who called that play? Did, I mean, even. Uh, uh, what Matt Jones was screaming, go take a knee, yeah. get down, get down. Nope. Let's just keep, let's just, uh, are we playing keep away? <laughs> I mean, you know, that was unbelievable. Yeah. And they, they lost it. Oh, I could not believe that. Fantastic. Uh, so in this game, Bengals and the Patriots, do the Patriots bounce back or do the Bengals win this? Wait. You know, the Bengals, I think the Bengals, uh, this is in Cincinnati, correct? No, it's in New England. 
Wow, wow, uh, wow. Uh, the Patriots, no, I think the Patriots, I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one. I think they're going to, uh, I think Bill Belichick has, has, has probably had some uh, pretty terse statements in the locker room. Oh, I would have only imagine. Yeah, so I'll take the Patriots in this one. All right, I'm going to take, I'll take the Bengals on the road. Um, how about the seven and seven Lions taking on the five and nine Panthers? The Lions could be a winning record after this game. Wow, that hasn't happened, you know, since I was a busboy at the Last Supper. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh boy, that's tough. That's a tough crowd. The last uh, Judas kept asking to, you know, for more iced tea. Son You're of gonna a need bitch. A jerk. Um, I'm gonna take boy. I tell you what, though, with all that iced tea, he better tipped you well with all that silver he got. I got 25 of them. You know? <laughs> 25 of them. That's a total lie. He only gave five back. That son of a bitch. Pharisees or whatever. Yeah, he went gambling. He's a real piece of shit, that Judas. I'll tell you what, <laughs> that guy. Uh, so I'm going to take... Uh... Boy. All right, now I just lost the game. Where are we at again? Lions and Hold Panthers. On. Uh, Lions are a two and a half point favorite. Right, right. right. Okay, Lions. Are, man, I you know I'm taking Carolina at home. I okay. Know, I, I don't think you're probably. I'm, I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to take the home, the home team in that. They're a home dog. I love a home dog, so I'll take Carolina. All right, I am taking the uh, Lions. I, I've liked their offense all season. Uh, the five and nine Falcons against the nine and five Ravens. Is the season over for the Ravens, or or can they pull it out? I hope if there's one team I cannot stand, it's the Ravens. I just don't, I just don't, you know, like them. I, I, you know, I had this, there was a branch that uh, I don't know if you ever run around a Raven or a Blackbird during nesting season. They don't like it when you come around. No, no, they don't. Let me, I need to write that down. They don't. I mean, they, they, uh, I had this Raven that was right, a branch came right towards my window since then. The, the tree service had come out and cut it down. This Raven was right in my screen, just caw, 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 and I'm screaming at him, clapping my head. He would not leave because he's just like, must have had the nest over there or something. And mm-hmm. this guy was right in my face all the time, like Ray Lewis, you know. Uh, so I, 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 I'm going to, you know what? I, I bet I don't like, I hate both of these teams, but I'm going to take the Falcons. You're going to take the Falcons. Okay. Uh, I'll take the Ravens just because I, I don't believe in them, but okay. Um, how about the, the seven and six, seven, six and one commandos on the road against the playoff bound 10 and four San Francisco 49ers. And Brock Purdy. I'm wearing a pair of I'm wearing a pair of Sergio Valente jeans, and I'm Don Commando in them. Nice, so you know. The well, Commandos. Is that, what is 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 that a being a sausage in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Bro? No, I play for the Washington Football Team. Actually, I'm a Commando. <laughs> I'm a Commando. I have some people that love that, that you call them the commandos. Um, oh, yeah. This game is in D.C.? No, it's in San Francisco or uh, Santa Clara. Gee, yeah, yeah, where are you going to live, D.C. or San Francisco? Am I going to be gay or corrupt? <laughs> okay. I'm going to take, take the skins. I'm taking the commandos in Okay. Uh, 
I just received word that it is now snowing in Rockwall, Texas. Oh, that's lovely. That's great. <laughs> Fucking people here cannot drive in the damn snow. Uh, all right, boy, this is a big one here. It, it would have been. Gee, I wonder who's in this game. <laughs> it would have been bigger if the Cowboys didn't shit the bed last week. The thirteen one Philadelphia Eagles are coming to town to take on the ten and four Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys I have as a six point favorite. No word yet. They're Jalen Hurts might play, but he suffered a shoulder injury last week. He might not. And that other guy, what's his name, Minshew or something like yes, that? Yes, yeah. Pretty yeah, play college ball. I can't even. Um, Wasn't he like, he, he was big in a, it, when he, he, he was replaced by the long-haired kid at Jacksonville. Mendenshaw came from Jacksonville, and then he went to Philadelphia. Remember him? He had the mustache and the, the short yeah. shorts. Yeah. Yeah, he did some stand-in for me when I did porn. Yeah. The mustache. Yeah. So he'd stand in for well, me. come on. Nobody could stand in for you in that quarter rope you got. No. It's like when I'm taking a leak off the bridge and the guy says, oh, boy, the waters are cold. I said, yeah, you got to feel the mud at the bottom of it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, – you know what? I think you're going to tell that. And I, I really think – I know you're going to take Dallas. I don't just want to – I mean, I do want to bet against you. I got to make some ground. But I kind of like the Cowboys. But if I take them and they lose, you know, I hear it's you. not going to be a happy Christmas. No, I understand. Oh, it won't be a happy Christmas if they lose two in a row like this. <laughs> so I'll take the Cowboys. So I think they win at home because uh, I think, uh, you know, I think Jerry Jones is walking through the locker room and he's not saying a whole lot. He's just giving the stink eye to a lot of people. I think this is the most important Cowboy game of the season. Not only are they taking on the most hated team that we play, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I want to know what Dak Prescott's made out of. Last two weeks, he's shit the bed. He needs to come back and have a strong – if he doesn't have a strong game here, then one of my predictions, which we're doing in the next segment, will come true next season, and and you'll have to wait for that. But uh, I'll take the Cowboys just because I love the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Uh-huh. All right. Now, on the NFL Network Saturday night, this is the last game, and this will be to commemorate. I think this is really cool. The Immaculate Reception. The Las Vegas Raiders will be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I think that's well done by the NFL. Good on their part. Well, you know the... Yeah, you know the the saying, you know, what happens in Pittsburgh, it really didn't happen. Nothing happens in right. Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to take the Steelers, of course. Uh, I'm sure the Raiders, oh, Pittsburgh, like a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. Okay. i got to take them. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders on the road. Uh, I, I, I don't know why, but I, I just am. Uh, only a few games on Sunday now. The first one we got on Christmas Day, the Green Bay Packers are in sunny Florida taking on the 8 and 6 Dolphins. And we yeah, and uh, we don't know, I don't know if two was back. Uh, boy, that is a uh, they're both like uh, let's see Green Bay 6 and 8 against the spread. But you know what, Miami at home, um I think uh I think like I said I think uh, the the Packers are are one of those teams that are just kind of kind of wimp out of the season. And uh, not get there. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. You're going to take the Dolphins? I'm going to take the Dolphins, too, because I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers wants out. Uh, he definitely yeah, he wants does. out. Oh, in a game of who the fuck gives a shit. 
the four and ten Broncos are taking on the four and ten Rams. Yeah, I. You know what? I've taken more craps today than uh, Russell Wilson has thrown touchdown passes. So <laughs> I have a battle thing going on. So that's why. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm. You know, you know what? The Rams win that game. Uh, I too am taking the Rams because I, I just Broncos are awful. Uh, the 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 first place Buccaneers at six and eight are taking on the four and ten Cardinals. Colt McCoy will be leading the Cardinals. Um, uh, the Tampa Bay is a seven and a half point favorite. To stay on my, hey, you two guys should have retired last year uh, uh, mode. I'm going to take the Cardinals at home. I think both uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady lose this weekend. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals because Colt McCoy is my dog. Um, and that's a great name. Colt. Oh, fucking I love that. awesome name. All right, last game. The eight and six Chargers taking on the four, nine, and one Indianapolis Colts. Boy, I, I, I think I know who you're going to take so just for the heck of it. Because on any given day, like, you know, in college, like if, you know, if, if Ohio State is playing, uh, you know, Davidson or something like that, they're going to win 100 games out of 100 games. But in the NFL, any team could beat any team at any time. And we, we all know that. So I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, the Colts win this one three to nothing. They finally score. Wow, man! Oh man! Yes, I am going to take the. Uh, did I call them San Diego again? Uh, the Los, the Las Vegas, or the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. All right. And then, you know, uh, real quick, some uh, some final notes for me. You remember when the, you were talking about your ratings and the, when when I we got on with ninety four point five, the Mountain. Yes. You know, you know how some stations, you know, they might have been a top 40, but then they, you know, they do their little thing like they play Tone Loc like a hundred times over and over. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they bust out and, you know, it's called stunting, you mm-hmm. know, where they, yeah. And then all of a sudden, what are they doing over there? And then all of a sudden it's a different format. Well, we were a brand new spot on the dial. There's nothing on the dial at that point. And the morning show got like a one, the afternoon show got like a point nine. Well... <laughs> The evening show featuring Joe Murphy with women uh, who, you know, as you know, advertisers love the ones that women like 25 to 39, a 10 share, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Murphy and the ladies. That's right. Tied the bull. You know, with uh, wow, over, uh, you know the bull. They were the ones that when you know they had tickets to the show because they were with the record company. We had tickets to the show because our receptionist gave great hummers, and yeah. then she would get a couple. <laughs> and, you know, they they worked with the record company, but that was great. And he was, you know, the the program director. You know what? I'm going to say Bill Shakespeare. Who has the last name Shakespeare? And you name your kid William. Yeah, oh, I know, geez. right? That's the worst. Yeah. He just the word. He was. He just. He he just was all he could say. Well, that's just a spike. That's gonna go. And it did. It was a spike. The next thing I got like a five. Uh, the next writing, I knew that. But hey, thanks for the support. Yeah, you know? isn't that lovely? Like, like what an asshole. Like I, I went to a Nebraska game, uh, a home Nebraska, every single year. And that year that I bought on the mountain there, we need a team player. We need somebody to be. Isn't that? So I was gonna go to the Colorado Nebraska game, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna be a team player. I'm gonna cancel my trip. I'm not gonna go to Lincoln and see the game. I show 
show up on Friday. There's somebody else. And I'm like, where's, where's Bill at? He's like, because he just gave me crap about, it. oh, well, you know, brand new station. We need you on board. Blah, blah. He's not. Oh, he went to the Nevada, Oregon game up in uh, Eugene. Oh, oh, God damn it. I mean, what a piece of crap. But yeah, but I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to call you that. You're a good kid. Yeah, you don't mean that. No, that, believe me, there's plenty of people that I would love to call out in radio, like Steve Funk and and Steve oh, Funk and God. Steve what Funk. A, what, oh my God! Oh, you mean Nancy Pelosi? Oh, the people? Steve Funk. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, I mean, you know what? This, this is what I think of Steve Funk. Steve Funk is the Sam Bankman Freed, or the Bernie Madoff of radio. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he accepted so many gifts for ads of of terrible music. It's unbelievable. Yo, payola. Like, he got to go, he, yeah, oh yeah. He uh he uh he got his whole bathroom or uh, like his whole living room was furnished by Atlantic Records, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I you know a lot of them have a hard time figuring out that the, you know the front row seats mm-hmm. those are for the listeners, not right. the, your, your drug dealer, buddy. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I mean, I mean, oh, and by the way, when when Metallica played at Lawler Event Center, a lot of people say it was the greatest show they ever saw. I was doing mornings on Rock 104.5 with Steve Funk at that time. Yeah, his brother got my ticket. I didn't get to go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That I mean, yeah, still that, bitter, I mean, still bitter. Yeah, that, it seemed like it seemed to me like a a guy that his name rhymes with Dave. He he's kind of a program director in the area. Rhymes with he seems to get a lot of nice stuff too. That yeah. shouldn't be. Uh, and uh, I remember that that people uh, would uh, would take that and it, you know it's for the listener, mm-hmm. but they would you know they would they would keep it. And there's nothing you can do because they're the one that can fire or because there's a lot of ego if you you know you could be a brand new on the air and if somebody said wow this guy's this guy's good they feel threatened even though i'm sitting there going wow this guy's mm-hmm. the program director he's really good or whatever and i didn't know he's shaking in his boots because he's like wow this kid's pretty good you know mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of ego a lot of ego oh right radio's full of so much ego and, and it doesn't need to be there I remember when I first started as Arnie the intern um, up there on Sutro. I, 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 and I will never, ever visit that gas station that's there now because I think that's disrespectful. That place saw so much talent go through it, that radio station up there. And the way I was treated by some old-school radio guys, there was one guy who was like an old-school guy who treated me well, and then they all started treating me better, and that was Jim McClain. Jim McClain, Jim, Jim McClain is is a radio god in my eyes. And Jim McClain, that's because he was my boss, and he was the one when because at the mountain, they, you know, the morning guy was horrible. Like he couldn't enunciate even. Like he, and then I go to the rodeo rock tonight. There'll be no emission, and I'm like, did you know emission is what comes out of your fucking tailpipe? <laughs> it's admission is what you pay at the door, but. Okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they were gonna get rid of him, and they and and, and Shakespeare goes in and says, uh, you know, should we get rid of the morning guy? But he was friends with him, mm-hmm. or do we get rid of Murphy and put the morning and put his, I can't even remember his name. He's so forgettable. Uh, put him him at night and get rid of Murphy. Hey, let's get rid of Murphy. So he got rid of Murphy. Well, Jim McClain stepped in. I'll give you the same page. Oh, bad, bad. That guy, uh, he, he screwed you over, buddy. And he, you know, he and he really did. And Jim McClain, he's a guy that, 
You know, there's guys in the market that are just trying to, you know, as you know, Reno's like your second jumping block. Yeah. You know, you start in a small town, you go to like Reno, then you say you go to uh, Omaha, and then you jump to the Kansas Cities and the New Yorks and stuff. Sure. Whereas then there's guys that, that this is where they live. They call it home. Jim McClang always pushed for you to, to uh, get better, to advance, mm-hmm. and to get better. Whereas other people were looking to, uh, they were afraid and looking to take you down half the time. McLean always, I always, I always uh, on Facebook let him know. You know, he's just the greatest guy. Always was. was there. He, he wanted you to succeed. Yeah. He, he was like, I'm where I'm at, I'm good. Uh, so I'm going to, I like this kid. I'm going to try to help him succeed. I always remember that. So that's funny that you are said you like him so much too, because he was a great, he yeah. was a great guy. Oh, oh, McLean. I mean, I mean, we, we got lucky and we worked with some people that could have been real big stars in the radio industry. Jim McLean was one of them, but he enjoyed living in Reno. And this other guy, this other guy still has the best pipes. And, and I, I only use the word pipes because I hate that phrase. But when it comes to Rick Carter, nobody is smoother than Rick Carter. Rick Carter is, he's the guy that, you know, he's he's going to be the voice of, of, uh, you know, uh, the uh, target or whatever. His voiceover stuff is just, it's just as smooth as as they come. You know, he's the guy. and, And I used to ask him when I first had to start doing production, I would tell him, hey, if you if you hear anything and you think I could improve on it, please let me know. And at first he thought, you want me to listen to all your production? I said, no, no. Like when you're driving around or whatever, if you hear one of my spots and you think it could something I can improve on, you know, let me know because I, I like you said, he he was just as smooth as no. they come. No, so nobody's. He, I mean, he's national. You know, he's big market voiceover oh. guy. I, I, I'll, I'll share my, my, my first encounter with, uh, with Rick Carter. Rick Carter was working for, uh, I think, 93.7 K-Winds in the market before he came over to Lotus the first time. And I was Arnie the intern, and we had a night shift open. Now, the night shift was going to turn into the afternoon show, but I did not know that. And I had been Arnie the intern on the morning show now for about a year and a half, and I didn't know if I was going to become full-time yet, and I was about to be full-time on the morning show, but they hired Rick Carter to do nights, and I was like, wait a second, I thought I was in line for that job, and then I heard Rick Carter, and I said, he can have that job because he's too fucking good. I I love Rick Carter. He's the nicest guy in the world. Yes. Always even-keeled, and just like I said, when he cracked the mic, because I always, you know... I, I'm sorry, club DJs out there. You call himself DJs, you know. Mm-hmm. They just keep playing music back. Excuse me, back one after the other. Keep playing music. You know, a real, a real disjunct. When the break comes, when that song ends, you better have something to say. Yeah. Because if you don't, you know, you're gonna sound like an idiot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it's it's time to get the song. You can't make it longer. You can't say stretch it out. Mm-hmm. That's gonna end. You know, a uh, uh, careless whisper is six minutes and 19 <laughs> seconds long, and then when it's over and it's time for your break, uh, you know, have something to say. And 
you know, and, and it puts the pressure on you. But I've never, I like I, I told you before, you know, somebody said there's a, you know, that that, that audience of ten thousand out there joking. You go out there and delay, say some, no problem, you mm-hmm. know. But or, I would rather do that. You, why don't you go ask that girl to dance? Yeah. No way. No, I'm scared. Uh-uh. <laughs> but, but I'll go out and talk to the crowd. I have no problem going out and 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 in front of a crowd. So you can turn it and on. Just start talking. You yeah. Just turn it on. That's fantastic. Well, Joe, I want to say thank you for a great year, a year and plus, because we did football picks last year as well. The show has improved so much with you. I I thank God for you, Joe. I look forward to Thursdays, as do most listeners, to hear you. So, Joe, I wish you nothing but the, the happiest Christmas and the best New Year, my friend. Thank you so much. The same right back, guys. Very humbling, and and it's very, uh, it's very. I mean, I appreciate it a, a whole lot. Uh, like I've always said, you know, when you get complimented by people that you look up to, people that you uh, inspire you, that's always a huge, huge thing. Because most people, even if they don't know you, they love to tell you when you suck. But nobody calls to tell you that you're doing good. So when somebody that you admire and look up to tells you you're doing okay and, and you've improved their deal, it's very humbling, and I and I totally appreciate it. All right, man. Well, hey, have a great Christmas, and I'll email you next week my picks, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Arnie. All Bye-bye. right. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody, the one and only. Up next is the 2023 predictions with me and V. Coop.
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, welcome back to the big show. Uh, yes, uh, I did play that for Joe. Joe said that was like one of his favorite Christmas songs. Uh, the Little Drummer Boy by Bob Seger. Great rendition of it. Uh, Joe says, thank you, Ask Family, for listening and for your input. I'm thankful for you all. May God bless you and bring you health and happiness. There you go. Good stuff right there. Straight Fire says, some bitch. I didn't know that was him. Thank you. Uh, Ken Dog says, yes, Alicia. Where are we? Uh, this is the only appropriate week for that song, for the Mariah Carey song. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I hate that fucking song. But, hey, you got to play it at Christmas time. Um, <clears throat> just waiting for V Coop to call in. Uh, Jimma Packington, known as the Mystic Veg or Vag has made several predictions by throwing asparagus in the air and now says uh, something uh, about pr- the, the king. One of her most... Uh, oh, hey, here we go. There we go. V. Coop, is that you, my friend? Uh, it would be. Hey, how are you today? Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you? I- I'm good. Now, let me ask you, when you were making your predictions, were you throwing any vegetables in the air? Uh, no, no, I, I did, uh, I was like in a coffee shop and there are a couple of fruits hanging around me. Yeah. 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 That's going to happen at coffee shops. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with, uh, yours. Well, we'll start with okay. your first one. All right. So I actually did throw this out on the message board a few weeks ago, but, uh, I predict a Democrat will fake an assassination attempt. So, so anybody on the, and, and, and look, look, the reason why we do these, and you can make them as vague as possible. The one year I, 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 I made a prediction that they would build a water park in Iraq, and everybody thought I was crazy. Sure enough, they built a fucking water park in Iraq that year. So that's why we always do this bit. I could see this totally happening. Yeah, and that's why I kept this one vague, because honestly, I could see it. Like, let's just talk White House real quick. I mean, who can see Joe trying to pull this off if he just starts getting destroyed in the polls? And another way I could see them pulling this off realistically, this is how they get Kamala out of the VP yep. spot. Oh, good call. They, they know, they know, nobody wants to vote for Biden with her as the possible backup. So what they do with her is they tell her, hey, we're going to do this fake assassination attempt so you can step aside and you're going to step aside so that we can play the race card. Because they're not even going to try to make it look like it was real. They're mm-hmm. going to make it look as fake as possible. And anybody questions it, they're going to call racist. No, they're sure. Gonna put, they'll put Gavin in. Joe gets reelected. Joe steps aside or they force him out. And then they'll tell Kamala, what you'll do is you'll come back as Gavin's VP. Oh, dear and God. Then, and then when his when his terms are up, wow. we're going to throw our full Democratic force behind uh, President Indian Giant. Of course, none <laughs> of that will happen. They're just going to no. tell her that. Yeah, I mean, she's the one that's probably going to end up getting off. That's, that's going to be a lot easier than this whole fucking sham. Uh, but I like that. I like that. My first one. Now, this is an easy one. But it's going to be huge. Prince Harry will be officially excommunicated from the royal family. Yeah, that I like that one. I mean, like, like, first of all, we got the this terrible series that was on Netflix that I haven't even watched the last three because the first three were so bad. But he's got his book coming out, which I guess is supposed to be back. Or, 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 or worse. His book is supposed to be a lot worse. And 
they've, they've said that we want to meet and we want an apology from the Royals. The Royals are about to say, fuck you, right in the ear. And I can't wait to watch it happen. And hopefully this will be the end of the whole monarchy. I hope it all starts to crumble now. It'd be fantastic to see. Especially if old Chuck comes out and reveals that it's not his kid. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Because there are those rumors right now going around. And they're like doing like face experts and saying this person is actually his father. Wow, they're making Diana into a real hoe. Uh, All right, your next prediction. All right, so despite his final farewell match this year, Mm. Ric Flair will wrestle in a match. Woo! Well, let me just say, a part of me wants that to happen, but the bigger part of me, the the one that protects wrestling, I don't want to see this again. I I, I saw the first one, and it was awful. It was so bad. And nobody wants to see it, but there's ways like he can do it to where he can claim he's not ripping the fans off. Like for one, we could even see him next month, Royal Rumble. True. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm actually looking forward to the Royal Rumble this year with all the possibilities. I'm hearing a bunch of different names. I'm hearing CM Punk. I'm hearing Cody Rhodes. I'm hearing Randy Orton, even though he's had back surgery. Look, the Royal Rumble could be really interesting this year. Oh, yeah. There's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been a few years since you had multiple possibilities. Oh yeah. Uh now we're going to we're we're going to do the death pool at the end cuz that's always everybody's favorite. So we're going to skip my next one will be um another one and, and I'm going out on a limb here because I'm 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 predicting this is going to be good. This is my inner kid coming out. Indiana Jones will be the biggest money maker of 2023. It'll be like Maverick colon Top Gun 2. I want that to be true. Oh, I really I, do. Oh, th- this is one of those predictions that's that's the seven-year-old Arnie coming out going, come on, Indiana Jones has got to be good. They, they, they did it for Top Gun. They can do it for Indiana Jones. Yeah. So I'm rooting for it. Uh, I mean, Crystal, Crystal Butt just left uh, oh, such a bad taste in my mouth. So that- bad. That just watching the trailers for this new one, I just I could not get behind it. I just I don't want to give my expectations up, but of course I'm still going to go see it. I'm not watching the trailers. I'm avoiding the trailers as as much as I possibly can because I just I I don't want to I don't want to go in there with a a, a skewed judgment. Uh, some people are uh, let's see. Uh, Swoosh says in 2023, Alicia will take the biggest deuce of her life. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Um, All right, so I got that one. Your next one will be? One of your old shows will be canceled. Ooh. I mean, look, 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 the the money's got to be on dog shit and jerk off. I mean, the, the money has to be on that show to get canceled, but here's the one caveat. Neither one of them get paid dick, and the other show gets paid a mint. I, I can totally see it happening. And and you know what? Let me just be the bad guy here. I hope it does. I and really do. Thing, yeah. The other thing, too, with it is is uh, dog shit and jerk off. You talked about companies love to have those people that just are going to do nothing except for suck up and kiss their ass. Mm-hmm. And you know that's dog shit and jerk off. Oh, my God. I, it, no one can explain to me. How those guys, how they can justify still having jobs with their ratings. You, you, you're doing morning radio. You're charging a premium for ad space, 
and you can't charge that premium because you don't have the fucking numbers because your show sucks. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I hope it happens. And I know that's bad of me to say I hope that shit happens, but I do hope it happens. All right, you ready for this one? This one's going to yep. be a big one. There will be a sanctioned intergender MMA match in America this year, and it will end in tragedy. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, I mean, if as sad as it is to say, um, the woman in that scenario will be lucky if all her if all that happens to her is her career's ended. And 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 this is this is the 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 scary part of it. I say it will be a sanctioned fight because they can sanction fights anywhere now, including Indian reservations. There was a few years ago, and, and I'm talking about you, you know the red the the casinos, not not oil fields. Uh, those Indians, um, they actually sanctioned two uh, Down syndrome kids to box in Florida. I know, shocking, it was in Florida, but it was on an Indian reservation, and I could not find it on pay-per-view, and there was no videos of it, but I wanted to see it. But something like this could be sanctioned, and you're going to get somebody in there that's not a UFC qualified, you know, somebody who, who knows what they're doing, and they're really going to get hurt. I, I see that happening. Yeah, and then after this fight, they'll have a, a new participant in the Down Syndrome fights. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, they've been sanctioning fights on reservations. Oh, I know. And, and and the reservations can get away with sanctioning any kind of fights they want. All right, your next one. Gas will hit the highest price ever in the U.S. Ooh. Wow. Boy, yeah, I think I, those oil reserves are going to get tapped out. Oh, I, I, I mean... They, they already are. We're giving already all of our strategically, you know, our strategically placed stuff away. It, this this is a complete farce. Um, yesterday, we were lucky because we have a discount at Kroger. We paid $1.69 a gallon for gas yesterday. I wanted to say, I've been wanting to say that all morning. We paid $1.69 for gas yesterday. It was phenomenal. Um, I can see that definitely happening. That's one of those, woof. I, I, it, it, fucking housing the the, the the oil to heat houses it's gonna be crazy uh mage says miss key gets hit by a truck and the other asshole gets a dui and he fly, files for bankruptcy Ooh, those are good predictions i like those all right here we go uh is it my turn yeah it's my turn <sighs> chicago mayor Lori lightfoot resigns Ooh. Obviously, you know, you're, the worst mayor in American history. Yeah, I mean, yeah, American history, unless unless somebody's counting um, Canada as North America. But <laughs> I'd I take Rob Ford over her. Oh, God, yeah. I, fuck, I would take, uh, what's her name? Who was the guy? Um, uh, Marion Barry, the crack addict. I'd take Marion Barry over her. Oh, that's a tag match. <laughs> Ford and Barry against Lightfoot and, and somebody of her choice. Oh, you could get that, that London broad from San Francisco to be on her team. Oh, God. oh man, that would be a death match from hell. Uh, but, yeah, I think she's going to be forced to resign because I think the people of Chicago are going to be fed up. I mean, how many murders a weekend do you need? And, and then say, we don't have a crime problem here. Yeah, and it's what, what's funny about that is I actually did uh, think about putting the uh, that Vegas would officially list 
or start listing the numbers of death per per weekend for Chicago. Like every <laughs> every Friday, you can bet on it. The over under of deaths in Chicago. Oh, that'd be fantastic. You could rig that. You go to oh, what is the number? All right, I'm gonna go kill that many people. Uh, all right, I'm gonna catch you. Um, all right, your next one. All right, so getting into the sports ones, and I just want to say, even though this one looks like it could definitely come true, I did send this to you a few weeks ago mm-hmm. before somebody had their first professional start, but neither Jimmy Grappolo or Trey Lance will start for the 49ers next season. Wow, you know what? Let me, let me, let you get the official first one. <laughs> I. I can almost count that one as true right now, and I don't think it's going to be Purdy either. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think the story is fantastic with what's going on with him, but um, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think you, Jimmy Grappolo, obviously, he's gone. Trey Lance, who knows how long he's going to be out? Wow, I like that one. I, I, I do like that one a lot. Uh, all right, here we go. This one is a selfish one, and it's a stupid one, but, hey, I'm allowed to do those. The Briscoes join the WWE. Ooh. I, I, yeah. I, I, would be, I would be so happy if I could watch the Briscoes every single week and do promos every week because besides MJF, there is nobody that does a better promo than the Briscoe brothers. No, and I could, I could see them going to AEW a lot sooner than WWE just because of their promos. Sure. But I know. I know there's been that past issue, but whatever. But AEW is all about trying to rehab people and give them mm-hmm. a second chance. However, I will give you credit on this. If WWE wants a shot at MJF, he, they need to hire the Briscoes yeah. and let the Briscoes go out there and, and show MJF, hey, we are willing to let you cut those type of promos yeah. on our shows. Oh, I, I watched one the other day where, where Mark Briscoe, the ball-headed one who ain't got no teeth, Brother is eating fucking, he's eating cheese out of a can on crackers, and then he just takes it straight to his mouth. I'm like, during a promo, I'm like, that's the greatest promo I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Oh, they, they are so fantastic to watch. I, I love those guys. Um, all yeah. right, your next one. So my next one is, uh, I think, my, yeah, my final sports one. So the Washington uh, shit team. We'll beat the Cowboys in both regular season games behind quarterback Cooper Rush. And I'm already willing to throw this one out. Uh, I think I think Dak's going to blow that one for me. Um, oh, God. I, I can see Cooper Rush signing with the Redskins and then beating us. Oh, God. Yeah. I, can, I can totally see that. And, and you, you ain't got to count on Dak for anything. Dak will let you down no matter what. So, yeah, no, I, but- I think that, that right there is a solid. Pr- I like that prediction. But if Dak goes out and he loses next few games and, and Cowboys go out first round of the playoffs again, I think maybe Cooper Rush is starting next year. So I said he could ruin that one for me quick. Um, well, let me go ahead and ruin that one for you with my, um, my prediction about my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Either Tom Brady or, and now this one's the caveat, Cowboys lose first round, which I predict they will. We fire Mike McCarthy hire Sean Payton, and then we either have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback of the Cowboys next year. See, that's what's funny. That's actually why I predicted the one about the Niners that I did Mm -hmm. is because um, 
I could see the Niners making a play for Rodgers, Brady, or trying to talk Drew Brees out of retirement. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, uh, look, look, it's going to be a very interesting offseason this year. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, you're up next. Yeah. So this one could be my Betty White as it coming true before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But I believe the M for. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is my favorite prediction of yours. This is the one that I was talking about. I didn't so want to give the, up. This is my favorite prediction. Go so ahead. The M for minor attracted pedophiles will officially be placed in the LGBTQI plus label. Now, I know a lot of people might be thinking, well, we already know they're part of the plus. And, and they are. Like, do not fool yourself if you sure. think they're not. But, no, I think it's going to come out uh, and they're going to be on there. And what concerns me that it could be my Betty White is I've seen a lot of recent uh, videos, a lot of recent news stories, especially about the one where the teacher was giving Mm -hmm. out dildos and butt plugs to kids. And so many people were defending it like they are coming out so hard. And there's a lot of people on social media that are coming out saying I'm a map. And even though there's a strong push against that saying, no, you're a pedophile. There is a lot of defense, and so with especially with it being the holidays, people not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. I think now's the time they shove it in. And you know what? <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine who is a, a, a gay man, and I asked him this question. He goes, "Where'd you hear that? Some crazy right wing web?" I said, "No, dude, it's everywhere." And he looked into it. And he's like, "Holy shit!" Because I asked him what he thought of that. And, and I think most people in the gay community are violently opposed to that because they don't oh, want to yeah. be, they don't want to be labeled, you know, with, with, but nobody wants to be labeled with a pedophile. No, especially not them because they fought so hard yeah. to get separated from that label. Mm-hmm. And here it is. They're just going to get drug right back into it. Oh, it's it, that, that, that one right there. When, when I read that, I was like, holy shit, that is gold. Um, all right, uh, only a few more. Here we go. A major fast food chain will pull out of California this year. They can't afford it. They can't nope. afford to do business there. They're going to leave. I don't know if it's going to be Jack in the Box. I don't know if it's going to be Carl's Jr. I don't know. But paying their employees $25 an hour ain't going to be happening. Oh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't want... Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. This is what the Cowboys do. They're going to try to look. They're it's asses in seats, and that's what Jerry yep. cares about. Yep. Um, Gays Against Groomers group is fighting that like crazy. Oh yeah. Oh I, look, they and as well they should be. There shouldn't be any protection for pedophiles. Pedophiles are the worst human beings on the face of the earth. Um, yeah, and I could I could see like going back to one of the earlier predictions about one of your old shows getting canceled. Um, that's another one I could, another reason why I could see that happening is I think once the M gets placed, there's going to be a massive backlash, not only against pedos, but I think a lot of that's going to, people are going to start to see that a lot of the trans movement was to make that shift try to happen. And so then I think there's going to be more pushback on that. And that's where I think one of your shows could end up eating the bullet there. Mm-hmm. Well, th- this is the interesting thing I see is that. There are so many stories now about people that are detransitioning and the hatred that these people are seeing from that community 
Mm-hmm. And nobody is saying anything. Nobody except me. I'm sickened by it. It's gross. If I can't treat the fucking trans people that way, how dare they treat those people who are detransitioning that way? Oh it, yeah, that's what the community does. Is it's is it so engaging? This is what always I always say is why do they have to go recruit people? But they do, and they say, well, we're so loving, we're so warm, and then you take these kids that maybe don't feel so loved at home or at school, and now they have this community who's going to welcome them. But I always tell any person who I talk to who says, yeah, I'm thinking about this, said, do this as just as a test. Go tell them that you've changed your mind and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it, it's ugly. It is very, very ugly. Uh, all right, how many do you have left? Do you have just one left? I have two and then the Deadpool. Okay, I have two in the Deadpool, so uh, I'll go first. Um, Alec Baldwin has a meltdown in court. <sighs> I, 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 th- I think he just loses his shit because he's going to, he's going to have to face a jury uh, for this murder that he committed. Um, and I think he loses it, and I think that could be the end of Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, and then we can have uh, we can have Jack uh, Nicholas, and we can have Tom Cruise doing another court drama where Jack's playing Alec, and he just blows up. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Gold says I only have uh, three. One, Brock becomes the first rookie to ever win the Super Bowl. Two, the Twenty Fifth Amendment will be used, and Biden will be out. Newsom coming in as vice president. Number three, the first shot of the Civil War will start next year. I think folks will get sick and tired of all, and the left will send Antifa goons out somewhere, and it will end bad, sparking of the war. Hey, I can see all that happening. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a weird time in our country. What you got next? All right, so this one, I'm like uh, emo kid's life. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> Someone will beat a murder conviction using climate change as a defense. Wow. I mean, because according to Jane Fonda, let's remember. If there were no racism, there'd be no climate crisis. If there was no misogyny, there'd be no climate crisis. It's It's part of a mindset. You know, here's the interesting part to that. Racism has been around forever. So has climate change been around forever? And the, uh, yeah, as long as... <laughs> and the simple answer is, yes, climate change yes. has been around forever. If you look back at maps, do you know that Scotland was once a tropical climate? It, it amazes me. But, but hey, we're, we're the problem with the world right now. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, my second to last one here. I'm getting the right email. Oh, this is my last one. All right. Masks will try to make a mandatory comeback, but not for COVID. You there? Hello? Oh, shit. Hello? Viku. You there? Oh, I know what happened. Crap. Oh, I'm going to call you back. I think, well, it shouldn't have happened on this phone. Oh, there we go. All right, you there? Yeah, I heard Bubba giving his prediction. Yeah, yeah, Bubba, Bubba was busy barking there. So I, I, did you hear mine that a mask will try to make a mandatory comeback, but not for COVID? 
Oh, yeah, no, I totally see that. Because they're talking about this this new uh, virus, this strep throat that's going around because it wasn't around last year. Uh, shocking because nobody reported it because if you had strep throat, it was COVID. Um, all right, what is your last one? All right, inspired by Cocaine Bear, someone will give an animal narcotics leading to the deadliest zoo attack in history. You know what? I fucking hope so. I, I, I hope that that movie inspires some idiot to fucking throw a bag of cocaine into a bear fucking habitat. Oh, my God. That's what America deserves. We, we deserve bears on cocaine running the streets. And it'll probably be in Florida. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh, of course it is. We, you didn't even have to say that. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, your death pool, you have one, two, three, four. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'll, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll start first. I'll do two first. Okay. Real easy one first. Deaths of 2023. Vladimir Putin. He's gonna he's mm. croaking this. He he's either gonna croak in natural causes, and natural causes in Russia is fifteen bullets to the head. Yep. So um uh I say he goes and um the other easy one, George Soros dies. Mm. And we might actually see some progress happen in the world. But I, I I'm saying those two people die. Uh, Eri says, my death watch for 2023, Ozzy and Bob Barker. Ooh, Bob Barker's a good call. All right, who would you like to go with first? Uh, So I will go with, and actually, I added one more, so I do have five. All right. Uh, So in mine, my list is going to be kind of murder heavy. Okay. But um, I'm going with Bill Clinton and Britney Spears. Ooh. Now, natural causes for Bill, or or maybe is he is he Hillaryed? Uh, I mean, natural cause in his case would be a Hillary. Very true. Very very true. Um, and then Brittany, I'm going natural cause of drug overdose. Yeah, I mean, like she she did a video the other day on Instagram where she was showering, but you couldn't see her boobs. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. It was it was inspiring. She should do more work like that. I, I think she needs to go to the Valley and talk to somebody at Vivid. So the only problem with that is actually there's this fun conspiracy theory, if you catch the videos online, that she's already dead. And all these posts are just like old posts or photos of stuff wow. that her dad had. Wow. Holy crap. That's a big one. Um, all right, all right, I, I, man, I, I hope it doesn't happen because I like the naked videos coming out. Uh, all right, here we go. Random death. Cheryl Crow. Out of nowhere, Cheryl Crow just dies. Yep. I think she 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 chokes on some linseed oil or something like that because she's probably one of them hippie eaters. But yeah, I, I'm 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 saying Cheryl Crow. It'll help her library sales too. <laughs> Who you got next? Corey Feldman. Oh. <laughs> have you noticed? Uh, have you noticed all the videos on TikTok recently of Corey Feldman performing concerts? Yeah. To say he is awful is the understatement of understatements. I can't believe yeah. people are paying money to see this. 
it's a train wreck. That's it, what it's. That's what you're paying the money for. Is you're hoping you catch something that you can put on YouTube and go viral. Oh, I mean, I mean, oh, he is so he is so cringy. He's so nasty. And by the way, he's never named any fucking names. I'm still no, waiting and, on some damn names. Well, he and that's part of it. Is I think when he, like, if you start considering all this stuff about all the pedophiles that's coming out and like how how a lot of this is linked like some of these names that are being associated on on epstein's list are people who are getting money or sending money to ukraine Mm -hmm. and who are tied in who are tied in with the current administration and so you talk about if if curry feldman truly is telling the truth um why isn't he coming out well because he has to know it's going to be the end of his life. And I mean, just look at who was his, his interview with Matt Lauer. Look, oh, look yeah. At how hard Matt went at him about that. Well, and, and so Matt Lauer should have shut him up. Uh, I mean, Matt Lauer should have because that's what journalists do because he wasn't naming names. And, and I understand that he can't and he has all this security, he says, and all this kind of stuff. But you can't just diddle that out there and say these major players and, and scare people. And and not provide look. I I don't want to tell him what to do with his life, but please stop touring. God Almighty, yeah. that's fucking bad. And it, the other thing, too, yeah, the other thing too is if he is telling the truth. I mean, imagine knowing that information and what that would do to you mentally. Oh yeah. Oh, it, 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 like, like Tommy and I have said that I I want the names from Epstein released. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't care. You're canceled. You're done. You don't fuck with kids. It's gross. Um. All right. Next one on my death list. Are you ready? You ready for this yeah. one? This is not a hard one here. Kanye West dies in 2023. Boom. I, I don't know who gets him. I don't go. I, I don't know if it maybe Mossad, special forces from Israel come over and take care of him and shut him up. I I I I the man's crazy. He's absolutely insane. Chris is going to hire OJ to pay him a visit. <laughs> I saw OJ was on a podcast recently, and they asked him about Ron and Nicole, and he wouldn't answer. What the fuck are you going on a podcast for then? I mean, that's the yeah, only I, thing I'm going to fucking ask. And they did ask him about whether or not Chloe was his daughter. Yeah. And instead of just saying no, he gave an answer like he was a politician. So it's like, oh, so you're just feeling it. Yeah, like he he said, "Oh, Chris was cute, but I was banging supermodels." Right. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, Motley Crue was banging hot chicks too, but they're also trying to bang each other's moms. Right, and they're not murderers. And, and there is a story out there that one night uh, they were on vacation, and OJ and Chris were left in the jacuzzi, and then they had to rush Chris to the emergency room with a with a ruptured ovary. That's just the story. I don't know if it's true or not. That's just a story I've heard. Well, that uh, ruptured ovary spared us a Kardashian. Yeah, thank God. A, a Kardashian slash Simpson. Man, you imagine how <laughs> badass that thing would be. Uh, all right, who do you got next? Uh, Andrew Tate. Now, for those of you who don't know who he is, I don't really know either. I just know there's a lot of women that are super pissed off at this dude. Andrew Tate is an online influencer. He's this new breed of celebrity that's out there that has zero talent whatsoever. And I think he comes from a lot of money. His dad was in the Air Force and a chess master and all this kind of shit. And this guy is super misogynistic. And, and I, I think it's all shtick. Oh, I, yeah, clearly. I, 
I, I look at him and, and I, I I find some of the stuff that he says funny and, and a lot of things that he says I say okay no problem I don't have a problem with that Never. he's so misogynistic but yes I could see somebody taking a shot at that guy definitely all right now this one this one it could come true with one of your predictions and I thought about this the other day and I actually almost started to to well up if this one happens. Because I only have one more left on this list after this guy. I sadly think that 2023 will be the last year of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! You can't I live. I did think about. You yeah. can't live this lifestyle at 73 years old after you were hospitalized two years ago, and he's still living like the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And I think if he does wrestle again, this last time was so bad. I I don't think it'll end well for Rick. And and it will that will hurt me. Like it, it when Rick Flair dies, that would it hurt me when Dusty Rhodes died. When Rick Flair dies, that was my first main event, and that's a huge one right there. Yeah, I did think about combining that with with my other one mm-hmm. that Ric Flair would die in a match, but then I started thinking about it. Like, well, no, if he again, if he makes an appearance in a Rumble, WWE is obviously going to take care of him. And if he were to do something in AEW for some reason, um, I could see the same thing. But yeah, if he does it somewhere else, then that could happen. But I also see him too as if he's getting because pre- you know the dude has to at least be thinking about trying to get into the ring one more time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just going to be it's going to be just a matter of if people get in his ear and keep him from doing it and then he finally realizes that it's over, your prediction totally comes true. Yeah, I I I and man oh man. And and Rick Flair's a guy that you can't talk to. From everything I've read about Rick Flair is that when he, if Rick Flair decides to do something, Rick Flair's going to do it. So, um <clears throat> Gold says Bill Cosby's going down in 23. Um, Bill Murray and Keith Richards. Dusty Baker, Tony LaRussa, and Pete Carroll. Oh, I could see LaRussa going for sure. Uh, Stackar says, I was going to say Bret Hart this year. Okay, now we both have uh, one left. Who is your last one? Elon Musk. Whoa. Whoa. I I, I mean, damn. Holy Holy shit. Uh, That one's a big one. Yeah, I think he's too much of a threat to uh, certain groups. Agreed. Agreed. I wonder what kind of security he has. Like, like what special forces did he hire to, to swarm him? Because if you're the richest man in the world, you're going to have security. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Now, you said because a lot of groups, he could hurt a lot of groups. My last pick in the Deadpool of 2023... I think I'm going to nail this one. Will be the death of Hunter Biden. And it is going to be clouded in mystery. More mystery than the Idaho murders that are happening that they still don't have anybody for yet. Um, Hunter Biden, <clears throat> he, he, he could take down the whole thing. I see Hunter Biden going away. And I and not only that, I can see the guy being to take him out, Joe. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Joe. Oh, to to preserve Joe's legacy, Joe will do anything if he understands like I, what his legacy is anymore. Yeah, like what do you what do you think percentages that 
Joe already has a plan in place for taking out Hunter if it comes to it. 99.9% yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. I, 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 you know what? No, I'll say 100%. They have, they have a plan in place. Maybe not Joe, but whoever's running the country, because Joe ain't running the country, they have a plan in place to take him out. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if it were Joe either. Like, hey, Joe, it's either it's either you go down or he goes down. Yep. And uh. he just, he, whatever it's called, a, uh, Operation whatever, enact it. Operation smoke some Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Blow them away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> v Coop, I want to say a lot of not, not many people realize this, but you do a lot for the show. And I don't get to say this enough to you, especially to you directly. Thank you. You, you write some of the best jokes, and I tell those jokes on the air, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate all you do for this show, my friend. Well, it's no problem. I mean, I work for the government. They're not really fond if I tell some of these jokes in the office, so i got to tell them to somebody. <laughs> uh, well, did you hear mine today? The, the, the one I'm proud of today was the, uh, what do Christmas trees and Heath Ledger have in common? When they die, they leave needles all over the living room. See, that's good shit right there. Um, right, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with one then. Okay. Uh, why do you? Why is it good to pick up chicks from an abortion clinic? Because you know they're down to fuck and they don't want the kid. <laughs> I might. That might be my first joke in 2023. All right, buddy. Well, hey, have a great Christmas and a great New Year, and we'll talk to you soon. You too. Uh, there you go. There's our predictions. I will hold on to these predictions. Uh, let's see. Let me move this to my uh, uh, to the work thing there, and then we'll do receipts, and we'll move this to the work thing there. And then when these predictions come true, we come back and look, and we give each other credit for it. So there you go. Um, it's been a wonderful show today. Thanks to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Thank you to V Coop. Thanks to everybody for being here tomorrow. Last show of the calendar year. My original broadcast mentor, Kirby Moss, will be on tomorrow's show. And uh, we'll, we'll have a great conversation. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday. And adios, everybody.
to go gliding in a one-horse lane. Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet, jingle around the To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.